0: the blaze radio network on demand pat gray is here on the blaze radio network
1: welcome to the broadcast on the blaze radio network this is pat unleashed now as you know i mean the news is out pat is off today He's under the knife. Uh, he may have already gone under the knife and been. He's in recovery. I'm not sure. They didn't uh, send me a timeline, but it's something very basic. They're just going in. They, you know, they take out a, a kidney stone. They take out a stint. They kick him out. I mean, everybody's been through that, right? No. Okay. Well, good luck. Uh, so everybody knows. You can send your your thoughts and prayers. I know that they're. You know, the stories are most Americans believe, but not always in god of the bible but the superior being so whoever you pray to go ahead and say your little prayer for pat you know i hadn't that's one thing i've never had is the kidney stones Mm -hmm. and i know that they're horrible and painful but don't they like okay what 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 pat briefly said they were going to do was take a kidney stone out one of the two and then take a stint out so do they go in and pull the kidney stone out and then take the stin out. Because if they take the stin out first, right, then they just create more scar tissue. Or do they laser the kidney stone into little pieces? I thought they lasered them now. Huh. Where they laser, they just shoot the thing apart.
2: I don't know. I've you had You know, like pass. the
1: documentary uh, Armageddon, oh, where, you, where nice. they, they, just, a, they just blow up the-
2: More of a micro scale? Yes. That's yes. true. Okay.
1: And, uh, and then it just goes into little bits and it passes by.
2: I've had three I've had to pass them the old-fashioned way and oh really it's brutal painful
1: like so, really screaming hollering yes I or won't just, get into specifics or just quiet breaking the towel rack off the wall pain
2: uh, I'm not a quiet person <laughs> and I'm not, get out of here I don't tolerate pain very
1: well, so, uh, so the family knew
2: yeah, they know. That's what you're saying. I, they held the, neighborhood. the house is no. aware. Yeah, everyone knew.
1: <laughs> I do not want to experience that. Uh huh. I mean, I'm pretty good pain-wise. I've had a lot of number of surgeries, but I don't know that I want to go through that at all.
2: Nope.
1: So say your prayers for Pat Gray. Now you can dial in 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at The Blaze Keith. With, uh, the, you can hashtag us, uh, put that in your pipe. Uh, news from California. Uh, the uh, the law, the bill, the deal, AB 2756. Now, I mean, who hasn't been walking around for a month saying, I hate that AB 2756? But we should have, actually. And in California, they were. Authored by, uh, uh, in California last week, uh, authored by a Democrat Assembly uh, member, Jose Medina, uh, AB 2756 originally demanded, demanded. All homeschool families in California submit to involuntary home inspections. Uh, no? According to the author, the bill was motivated by a horrific child abuse case, uh, which was in his district, so he felt like somebody has to do something. Uh, I'm extremely concerned about the lack of oversight the state of California currently has in monitoring private and home schools. Uh, are you? Are you, Assemblyman Jose Medina? Well, despite the fact, uh, Jose, and perhaps you failed to look at it or you looked at it and just put it down at the bottom of the pile because you didn't really want to look at it, uh, the fact that there's really no statistics uh, indicating child abuse rates higher at homeschooling families. (laughs) Uh, Never mind that. (laughs) But the homeschooling community uh, was uh, very unhappy, to say the least. Now, he removed and, the, and as 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 the as it goes on, he then removes, okay, I'll tell you what, we'll remove the inspection requirement, okay? Look, just, we're not going to have to come to your house and inspect your house. What we're going to do is, all you have to do is just tell us that you're a homeschooler and give us the name and address of your, your kids in your home and where you do it at. That's all you got to do. That's it. We won't, we won't, right now we'll take that out of the bill. But... um Homeschooling families uh, said uh, no, and it was just defeated uh, in the Assembly Education Committee as they all uh, shot it down. Uh, No one voted for it. Yeah, and have a nice day.
2: Unanimously defeated.
1: Um, That's one of the things. Look, we kind of touched. Keith and I talked about it one of the last times that uh, I filled in for Pat about the homeschooling situation because uh, it was one of the reasons that he talked about uh, living in New Jersey. Uh, You know, we were joking around how bad New Jersey was, but they had great. Homeschool freedom, and in Pennsylvania, while we homeschooled, and I, and I too homeschool, um, that we still had to uh, go through the public school system with get computer systems, and they had to document the teaching of the kids to be able to do it from home, which we did, because you know I just felt like after I sent my my daughter was too young to go to school at that time, but uh, my youngest son. Uh, was went to uh, a public school in Pennsylvania for a year and after that I was like okay we're not doing that anymore Mm -hmm. and uh, that's one of the things that uh, was so nice about Texas and what is so great about the great state of Texas have the Lone Star State of Texas Uh, they're my kids uh, they're my family I will do with them what I want if I'm not breaking any law and I'm not harming them or anyone else Leave me alone. I will do what I want to do. Yep. I love that. Yep. I love
2: that. And so, good for California, though. Yeah, good for them fighting back. And then he's putting up a little bit of a struggle. You got to be careful of the bills that say, "Hey, homeschoolers, if you want to use public school facilities like for athletics or, or be a part of athletic teams, right? Be careful. That's a Trojan horse.
1: Well, it is a Trojan horse, but uh, you know, and, and you shouldn't. I, I'm not sure." Do they have Pat would know better than I on what the what the deal is here in Texas, uh, and and you may have you may even have dealt with it a little bit. But if you're a homeschooler, can you participate without having some information inside the public school system?
2: uh it, I think that's happening in multiple states right now, where there's that trade-off. Where hey, if you want to use our facilities, right. we then get to the situation you had in Pennsylvania, right, where okay. we get to see what you're up to in school and and really you know
1: i don't know that it's a, it, it, you're right it's a trojan horse because you know i don't want i i i already pay the taxes yeah. so i should be able to use the facilities right, right? Yeah. Uh, i should be able to uh, have in fact i ought to, i ought to have extra coaching cuz i'm not using any other teachers anything else
2: <laughs> we should get private lessons on the baseball <laughs> <Thank> field <you. laughs> uh, but
1: You know, it's I. I, I, You still have to. They still have to know who you are if you're coming on to campus to play the sports. I so I I I understand that premise, but that's about as far as I go with it. Now this is me. This is where I live. This is the school he's supposed to go to, or she, and this is the sport that they want to participate in. When do they show up for practice? That's about as far as I go. Um. Anyway. One of the great things about Texas, uh, they're, your, they're your family. Do with them what you will. I love the great state of Texas because of that. No question. Now, one of the things that uh, we find out going on today across the nation is uh, students at uh, schools across the nation. walked uh, Walking out of school in... Uh, in support of the Second Amendment. They're supporting the Second Amendment, walking out of school for 16 minutes. They expect students in more than 40 states to take part uh, as the event uh, comes just over a month after students around the country stage their walkout to stop gun violence. Uh, So they want to walk out in support of the Second Amendment. Here's an idea. Uh, I would say let's stop the walkouts. How about we support the Second Amendment by going to school? Uh, If you're supposed to be in school, and you're using the public and or private school facility, uh, how about you use it? Pretty simple. Just use the what you're, what you're supposed to be doing. Because we find out uh, today uh, that a report released by the U.S. Department of Education revealed that 65% of 8th graders in public schools were not proficient in reading. And 67%... We're not proficient in math, mm, but it's the homeschoolers that need more oversight. Right? <laughs> uh, it's amazing. How about we stop the walkouts? How about we stay in school? I mean, I know that you know you can break this down five uh, percent in different cities, which is just it's it's shocking. Five uh, percent of Detroit public school eighth graders were proficient or better in math. Five percent. 7% were proficient or better in reading. Okay, so that's that's worded really nice because that just means that 95 and 93% were not. In Cleveland, 11% of eighth graders proficient or better in math. 10% in reading. Baltimore, 11%. And they go up a little bit on reading. They went to 13%. They Whoa. only got 87% that can't read Show uh, properly in Baltimore. That's amazing. So let's stop the walkouts. That's my that's my new plan. Uh, how about we uh, stop the walkout walkout? Wait, that'd still be a walkout.
2: We should have a walkout in support of walkouts. <laughs> stop Trump? the walkouts with a walkout. Or what Or what, what is it Pat said? Now, shut up and get back into class. How about that? <laughs> that that's an easy fix. And if you want All to support the Second fix. Amendment, just join the NRA. And I don't care. You know what? You don't even have to shut up.
1: You can talk. Just get back to class just get back to learning and this is a problem i think that um uh we're finding across america now Uh, schools are removing analog clocks from exam halls (laughs) i think guess why they would do that Uh, the ticking's too loud uh when you're taking the exam you can't you can't think to take the test because the second hand is going um why else would you take that out? Oh, you keep forgetting to put the new batteries in, right? They're all battery-powered, oh, okay. and the staff uh, that uh, is busy keeping the school clean and running and the IT department, nobody wants to be responsible for putting in new batteries. Oh, wait, most of those clocks are tied right into the electrical system of the school. Hmm. They're run right that, there. That theory's problem. gone. Uh, What else could be wrong with the clock? Uh, Let's see. The only other thing I can think of really off the top of my head is that uh, teenagers can't tell time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's why. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I realize, and and, and trust me, I realize um, more than you know how difficult it is to uh, get your kids to learn how to read those analog clocks because of the digital world we live in. I mean, how many digital clocks do you have in your home That you, I mean, the stove, the microwave, the coffee maker, the the cable box, the TV, the phone, the iPad, the iPod, the desktop—all digital. That's just—that's not—that's not not even everything. So, you know, like I'm trying to think, the the only analog we I have, I think we have two, three analog clocks in the house. One's in the main, main bathroom. One's in the closet. One's in the bedroom.
2: Wait, you keep a... What's in the closet?
1: I have an old, one of my grandma and grandpa's old analog clocks. we used to keep on his, on the fireplace mantle in in my closet. You know, up on the shelf of. the Do, closet. You, do
2: you find yourself the dressing room needing room? to know like what time it is on on the occasion? Actually, that you're I in do. Closet? Yes, I like I like to keep. Uh, like do you hang out in there and you're like, oh, I gotta get out of the closet right now. Said, look at the time.
1: Look. I am. I've. i was. I've worked in radio and broadcasting for a number of years, and I go by clocks, and I like to know what time it is. And this is. A, it's a family heirloom. It's my favorite little clock that what I like to have. Why do you hide have.
2: it in the closet? Well, there's clocks.
1: I have clocks on the oven and on the microwave and on the on the coffee maker and on the blender and on the cable box and on the TV and on my laptop and on my phone fireplace man car, radio. You can put
2: that little thing on. Is How big is the clock? It's, you know, a little thing. Does it clash or I something? I like it. I like it where I have it. Well, hidden away from everyone. I mean, it's, it's because it's mine. Air it's loop. mine.
1: Oh. It's my little special, my little special analog clock for my grandpa, okay?
2: Were you an only child?
1: Okay. Well, I felt like it. Well, because so I, I my, am, so and that sounds my, like something I would do. Yeah, <laughs> so did my brother. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what we do with the analog clock. We've got an analog clock, and I keep it in the toy, room, like the toy room, the upstairs room that's got a bunch of crap and the kids play in it. And they know when it's time to clean up and get out of that room, and the only clock in there is an analog clock. So that's how they learn time because if they're in there and it's still messy at the appointed time, then there's an issue. So See, that's what I would how say. You're,
1: you're at this school for a test, mm-hmm. right? this is exam halls that these kids are in. Uh, you're at the school for a test, and they say, "Okay, you have an hour." I don't know how to read that clock. Figure it out. <laughs> when I tell you time's up, look at the clock. That meant that was an hour. You might want to memorize
2: what that looked like so I mean, next
1: time. <laughs> my my point is with the struggle, though I understand because I was just dealing with this with my with my daughter. Uh, you know, she's we've she's tried to give up. The analog. I mean, she's like nine or ten now. Oh, she. I don't know how old she is. Yeah, who knows? And uh, whatever.
2: Well,
1: who this, keeps up with that
2: stuff? I'm
1: not sure. Who Certainly I, not
2: the parents of the child. I'm not question. sure how
1: old this one is.
2: And uh,
1: the uh, <laughs> uh, and we were arguing about it because she goes, nobody has them anymore. No, it doesn't matter. Oh. I don't need it. And she's right, but I'm still not putting up with it
2: yeah yeah i mean if, if you bend on that then the next thing you're going to bend on is cursive they won't be able to read the constitution Um I know. It, it, you you give in one area you're going to give in other areas no i'm sorry this is what i learned and you're going to learn it too so back <laughs> off know your place <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: uh it's so amazing how that works it uh you cannot uh I, we we're driving in uh to work uh, on Monday, I bring my I bring my youngest son with me on Mondays because he's part of the podcast that we record. Mm-hmm. And you're um, Talking Fear. By the way, you can download it, it's ready for upload. And uh, we're listening to Doc Thompson, and Doc is talking about how he gets so angry as he puts stuff in the house in a drawer, and he expects like the next time he goes back to that drawer that that particular item is in that drawer, and it never is. And I hear my youngest son go, "That's you." Yes, I know. <laughs> You know how many you know how many scissors I have in my house now? I believe that my house, if someone were to throw the scissors on the floor, you could not walk from door to door without stepping on a pair of scissors. Why? Because when I open this one drawer in the kitchen, that's where the scissors go. And every time I open it up, there's no scissors in the drawer. So I get another pair of scissors, put them in the drawer. It's never ending. Jeffy. Just put it. I don't care what you use it for. Yep. I don't care what you need it for. I don't care I don't care if you needed the, the tape measure. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you needed the screwdriver. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you needed the pliers. I don't care if you needed
2: the scissors. Yep. When you're done, put it back. Um, earlier in this segment, uh, we touched on that I'm a loud individual. <laughs> so my family got very much tired of hearing me go, I'm in the kitchen, but the kitchen scissors aren't in the kitchen it's with amazing. me. amazing. So for my birthday. How's that possible? A couple of years ago. My family carrying the kids blessed me with 13 pairs of scissors. They all have That's their fantastic. said place in the house Do where they belong. Are have they, they ever there? Have they stayed there over the last couple Not years? Not a
1: chance. No, right. how are there
2: 13 plus 5 other? There's 18 pairs of scissors in my house, but never where I am I and just oh Lord, don't want get me started on scissors.
1: To no <laughs> that when I go to this particular drawer, <laughs> yes. that this item belongs in this Preachin', drawer. Preaching. Were you using this item in the last three minutes? Or were
2: you using it, I don't know, three days ago? Why? Why? It's
1: unbelievable to me that they can't do that.
2: Why are the laundry room scissors and I in I say the garage? They,
1: I say they because, oh, I don't know, it's sitting right there on the counter. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Is the counter the drawer? I'm going to start going to your room, kids, and I'm going to start putting stuff like in my room or out in the garage or out in the yard. I I don't know. I know you keep your bedspread on your bed. I don't want to. I
1: don't don't want to. You know, throw (laughs) adults under the bus in my house. Other adults, (laughs) but there are several other adults on top of children living in my home, Uh and I get well, they're right there. It's the big deal. The big deal
2: is, they're not where they're supposed to be. I'm going to turn the scissors in my house like bank pins. Remember those? Attach the chain. And we're going to we're going to chain it to the countertop.
1: <laughs> That's a good idea. Except I might want to use the scissors farther away than the chain goes.
2: Well, the chain goes. There's multiples throughout the house, Jeffy. Well, I
1: don't know that I I don't know that I need that many scissors. Oh, but I do. <laughs> the hell are you cutting? Myself. That's so funny. Oh no, you're a cutter. We need intervention. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no, I know how difficult that is to kick. <laughs> There's our. Oh my gosh, I, know. I see I've, the scars. I, I know. And, and I did that for a long time, and then uh, I turned to bulimia. <laughs> and uh, I, I've, I've kicked it. I've kicked, uh, kicked bulimia. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, mm-hmm. uh, right out. At least I've fought. I've won. You won. won that battle. You won. Won that battle. Clearly. All right. i tell you what I do need, okay? I believe that I have never struggled with allergies, uh, stuffiness of my nose, of my head, of my throat, more than I have in the last six months in this great state of Texas. Now, do I think that we're being poisoned by chemtrails more and more every day? Hmm. You know what? I think we are.
2: Oh, really? So I think we are. Wait a minute. So I you're having an allergic reaction to chemistry? I think we are. I
1: don't think it's allergies from the wind or dust or pollen. I think we're being poisoned. Okay. But what I want to know is if I start taking field of greens hmm. from Brickhouse Nutrition, I know they, they tell everybody around here is taking their field of greens from Brickhouse Nutrition, talking about how good they feel, how much better they feel. And I get it, but will it work for me? is what I want to know. Hmm. So now I'm going to have to start trying it. I promise I'm going to start trying Field of Greens because I want to feel better, and I want want to kick the poisoning that's going on in my body because I've been dealing with this for far too long now. I'm tired of being, not being, you know what, I'm tired of being this. I want Brickhouse Nutrition to change this. Wow. And Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition is going to help me do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Listen, you can get more energy, which I want. Uh, it helps keep a hunger at bay, which I want. Uh, every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. It's prebiotic, probiotic, boosts immunity, has antioxidant power, and it's not an extract. It's real food, which I love. Just put one scoop in eight ounces of water or your favorite drink, smoothie, shake, whatever, whatever you do, and you're done. It's easy. Tastes great. I am actually going to order some of this today. I want to have Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens starting to help me immediately. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to brickhousepat.com. Brickhousepat.com because if I order today, I get 10% off a month's supply. And so do you if you use the offer code PAT. Brickhousepat.com. Brickhousepat.com. Use that offer code PAT. Get that 10% off. Brickhousepat.com.
2: You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at PatUnleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Jeff Fisher sitting in for uh, Pat Gray today. Uh, Thanks for uh, coming along for the ride. You can uh, tweet us at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, or at The Blaze Keith. Uh, Hashtag us. uh, Put that in your pipe.
2: Yeah. uh, Banyan Hills Coroner Q10 uh, says, Jeffy uttering the words, quote, I homeschool, has just caused a great disturbance in the force. Has it?
1: (laughs) All right. I I will clarify for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My wife teaches the the children. Right? Oh. She homeschools. Uh, I walk in the house and go, "Hey, what'd you learn today? Anything?"
2: Yeah, I don't care.
1: And I go, and I go. They leave me alone.
2: Yeah. Then you go and watch ten hours straight of Hulu or something. The only
1: thing I only thing I care about is making sure they know how to read the analog clock. That's it. If you don't know how to read the analog clock, then you know I'll yeah. teach you that. I'll teach yeah. you that, and I'm not spending a lot of time with you on it either. Okay, there's a clock. You better pick this. Here's up. There's a clock. 12, 12. There's twelve hours, twenty-four hours in a day. Each one of those numbers is an hour. We're done. Little hand hours,
2: big hand Little minutes. See the Got one it.
1: going fast, the second hand. There's sixty seconds in a minute, sixty minutes in an hour. All that. Yeah, we're done. Okay. And that's uh, you're welcome. I mean, that's my that's my homeschooling. All right. So I understand the whole shift to the force. <laughs> uh. I get it. Plus, my other thing that I'm teaching my children. All right.
2: Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. This could be some illegal. It might be uh, setting a trap for yourself legally here. Is your attorney listening? I mean, he's not present, so let's be careful. Oh, no, we're
1: good. I would never talk about that. Okay. Uh, I would never talk I'm about that. I'm just looking out here. for you, Thank man. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I would never talk about that. Okay. Uh, one of the things, uh, the other thing, one of the other things that I'm teaching them is that when you use a product that uh, you needed from wherever you got that product from, when you're done with it, put it back. Put it back! Put it back where you got it from the first time. Uh It's that simple. Tell me that's not a good homeschool class.
0: Pat Gray, The Blaze Radio Network. To pat gray on the blaze radio network
1: welcome to it 888 900 3393 is the phone number and you can uh you can use uh you know you can use social media like say Twitter and you can tag at pat unleashed at jeffy Mra at the blaze Keith in fact you could do that you could tag all three in the same tweet and then you could hashtag it put that in your pipe and then write whatever you want <laughs> and you might get it right on the air, mm. so you're welcome. All right, welcome to the Pat Gray Show on the Blaze Radio Network. So, of course, uh, the big news that everybody is uh, yapping about all morning long—that really isn't new news, but it is just uh, clarified now that the Boy Scouts uh, are, are going to get that in, get their new name. Uh, they're letting girls in. They're going to be called Scouts BSA. Hmm. Oh, the horror!
2: Putting
1: the BS and BS. Oh, see—that's exactly my, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the hardcore, uh, the hardcore Boy Scouts uh, people are uh, all wound up. Uh, I must say, uh, I'm a little biased uh, headed in the other direction because my wife and my youngest son are heavily involved in scouting. Um, this is something that's been going on for quite some time already. Uh, letting the girls in—it's not new. Uh, however everyone wants you to believe that it is um if you have a problem with it you have a problem with it i can't i can't do anything about that and so i just wanted to touch on a little bit yes they got their new name yes it's not brand spanking new it is something that's going on uh there it's something that they've struggled with uh for the last few years actually um what they were going to do about it and uh you know, my wife is uh, I mean, you know big leader. My son will have his eagle uh, project done in the next couple of months, so he'll have his eagle, and then he's a big part of the uh, Order of the Arrow, uh, which oh, is cool. uh, part of the Scouts, but just not really. I mean, it's an offshoot of the scouting, and so he'll spend most of his time uh, with that, That's cool. and not in the main scouting. Um,
2: Max is a good kid. I'm glad
1: and, to hear that. And look, it's. It's done. He's he loves it. He loves it. My wife got involved because of him, and she, you know, has grown to love it. Yeah, she's grown to love it (laughs) because look, they need people who will look out for the kids and and help them as best they can. And those are you know those are tough to come by. And she's one of them. So you know,
2: bless her heart. Like with our kids. Briefly, our daughters were in Girl Scouts, and they are so far left, agenda-driven. It is insane. They are absolutely connected at the hip with Planned Parenthood. <laughs> oh man, the Boy Scouts aren't as um, not not even close to being as um, political. I guess you could say they try not to be. as the Girl yeah. Scouts. But um, we saw some things that, that we didn't necessarily agree and with.
1: Everyone, everyone has, and everyone has seen this and gone yeah, on. Yeah,
2: yeah. And and there, there's an alternative that, that we took part with. And our son is a part of Trail Life, which is more of a um, more of a uh, church based type uh, program, similar to the Boy Scouts. What the Boy Scouts used to be, I guess, is is a safe way to define okay. them. But let me give you a, a stark contrast just in the last week between Trail Life and Boy Scouts, my son was just in, uh, participated in an event over the weekend called um, the Manly Man Day. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Oh I can't we, even we, see the that. Boy Scouts. Dump that. Considering naming an event Manly Man Day. Are you still going? Are we and delayed? All, <laughs> all of the we events he participated in, the outdoor stuff, and he just loves it. So right, anyway. now look, and they
1: still have, look, and uh, and, and just as a as an aside from that, and I get it, mm-hmm. but they still have those events at the Boy Scouts and at, or the Scouts BSA, whatever I just, you know, it's called, we always called it Scouts forever anyway. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, that uh, they just don't call it manly, mad, man stuff, you know? Like
2: <laughs> you know, so I look. Even I thought that was like a little bit over the top,
1: but right. whatever. Right. Right. I mean, it's
2: just, it's almost like a slap in the face. Of course, and, yeah, look and over that's here. what it's
1: meant to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's Okay. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you mad at them, bless your heart.
2: And that's the free market. You, like you know, you can make yes, these decisions with your kids, with your and family. they've been
1: struggling. Look, the head guy was was here uh, uh, this past weekend, Mike Serbaugh, the chief scout executive. He was here in uh, uh, at uh, one of the camps. I think they were at Sid Richardson, actually. But they were up there uh, this past weekend for a big event. And, uh, and look, he's, you know... He's like every other guy. I mean, he's trying to make it work. He's trying to make the scouts work with, you know, new initiatives and new ways of looking at it. And they've already out a little bit uh, the past number of years. Uh, instead of, instead of hold, towing the line, they've tried to, you know, tried to bring everyone along and bring it along. And sometimes when you do that, it's going to cost you in the short term. And I'm sure that's what he's thinking of. But just know. That it's done a, a the scouts have done a wondrous thing for my youngest son, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all I care about. <laughs> that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they've if they let uh, they've let girls in for uh, you know for for a long time uh, and be a part of it, uh, now they're just advertising it. So and they're you know I know that they're going for. I wish they would have just personally. I wish I think that was a uh that was their scouts bsa it should have just been scouts uh they should have just been scouts everybody has called it scouts forever uh it would have made it a little less challenging and a little less uh you know of the keep the b at least they're keeping the bs in scouting <laughs> right i mean really that's what that's what they've done they've opened themselves up for that and and they've been pretty good at that opening themselves up to take a beating In the last few years.
2: But hey, to each his own.
1: And uh, anyway, I I mean, they've been wonders to my son. So bless their hearts. Female staffers at NBC now saying they felt huge pressure to sign a letter defending Tom Brokaw against sexual harassment accusations. Oh, my gosh. Did someone come and tell them that they had to sign this letter? Big names backing Brokaw include Rachel Maddow, Mika Brzezinski, Andrea Mitchell, Maria Shriver. Brokaw has denied Vester's claims. Um, but one NBC News staffer said they took us out back, <laughs> handcuffed us, and forced us to sign the letter. I'm sorry? And told us if we don't sign the letter, that we would be out of a job. Oh, wait. No, they didn't do that. Okay. Uh, they only felt forced. To sign the letter. Oh, we felt we had no choice. Um, The letter was being handed around the office and the unspoken threat (laughs) was that if your name was not on it, there would be some repercussion down the road. Execs are watching to see who signed and who didn't. This was all coming out to enforce to protect NBC's golden boy. Um no. Uh, I mean, may, I, I find it hard to believe that it's an, how we happened, that the, we never were told anything. Uh, they never said anything. They asked us to, if we wanted to, we could sign a letter, and yet you feel forced to do that. That's tough for me to swallow. It's tough for me to swallow. But there you go. There's no, no stone will be unturned before Tom Brokaw is brought down. Just know that. And Linda Vester, I've known her for a long time. I mean, she worked in Tampa for a long time. I've seen her. Uh, I've seen her on the air in Tampa Bay. Um, we may have met once or twice at the radio station when she was doing news stories for the TV network, but not enough to say that I knew her. But she was big. She went to the Iraq War, did reports for NBC there. She was, uh, you know, she was a great reporter for them. And so, you know, then she just went away, right, to raise her kids in 05 or 06 or something like that. So maybe that was part of why she went away. She felt like she couldn't go any farther in her career because Tom Brokaw tickled her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I. it's difficult for me to say since if someone were to tickle me like that, I wouldn't think it was. a.
2: I don't think you have to worry about that ever happened? I'm
1: just saying if it happened
2: you Now, like say huh? say for example oh here we go it's gonna get good y'all get some popcorn here we uh,
1: go say for example if I'm in the hallway and uh, oh I don't know somebody Glenn comes up behind me and tickles me I mean would I feel bad about that or would I feel happy I don't, I don't
2: know I mean it depends on what you I mean, prefer would I feel like he assaulted me
1: <laughs> or would I feel like oh my gosh Glad you're so silly.
2: Uh, you just touched many. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Don't care for that.
1: Uh, uh, no, first of all, there's no chance of any of that ever happening. Yeah, uh, not one little. S-
2: s- and, and good luck. Good luck. Um, it would be good luck if it
1: happened. <laughs> but uh, I'm convincing sorry, i Convincing
2: a jury that anybody voluntarily touched you any kind of way whatsoever.
1: You know, but I mean, I. I, no i am married I,
2: no no i know i uh, i mean that amber is the strongest woman on the face of the planet
1: mm-hmm. i don't think there's any doubt about that nope i don't think anyone argues that at all uh good news from the hill too uh the hill said tuesday hey we're pulling out of the uh, white house correspondence dinner uh without major reforms you know i would guess i'm I, it doesn't surprise me that they're pulling out and good for them Uh, they want, you know, they're asking for major reforms and it should have been done, but really they should have been there already. Um, I mean, good for them. I'm glad that they're finally backing out and it's a good deal. And, uh, they've been the participated for many years, but, uh, I just feel like perhaps something you know, some, uh, companies and businesses like the Hill probably should have pulled out a while ago, probably should have backed out of that a while ago. Uh, it, it took him a while to catch up with the uh, the idea that the uh, correspondence dinner was uh, not funny, and you know, really not worthy. And uh, we heard we heard Glenn talk about it when he went uh, mm-hmm. a number of years ago. Yeah. This was a number of years ago, and came away feeling icky and dirty and filthy, and didn't like any of the whole the whole situation. So if if that happened to Glenn, say. Ten years ago, and I don't recall exactly yeah, it was, when it happened. Yeah, I was about to say about ten years ago. Yeah. Um, so that would mean that if he, if Glenn Beck felt dirty and icky and yucky ten years ago, then probably about six years ago is when the rest of the country should have caught up and said, "You know what? We're backing out. This is this is too icky." Because at the time when Glenn says something, everybody goes, "Oh my god, Glenn Beck doesn't like it." Well, we like it. That's just the way it is. And then they realize, you know, it is kind of icky. <laughs> It is kind of icky, and we don't really want to be a part of it. So good for the Hill. But uh, it does, I I, I I, wish that more people would have s- said that earlier. Just leave it alone. And good for Donald Trump for not going. Screw you. Go do whatever you're going to do. You, know, you can do that without me. Another good news from Washington. And really, it's good news for the state of Florida. Uh, good news for the state of Florida. Good news for D.C. if it happens. But uh, Alan Grayson uh, is uh, running for his former congressional seat again. Oh, boy. Uh, Good for him. Uh, Because what Washington, D.C. and Congress needs is Alan Grayson. Doesn't it? There is no question. Look, he's running against another Democrat (laughs) who holds his old seat. Uh Uh-huh. Listen, uh what a, The good guy that Alan Grayson is, and look, I, I agree that the old school party of political handshaking should be out the window anymore.
2: That's a funny line. The good guy that Alan Grayson is.
1: Yeah, the good guy that Alan Grayson is. <laughs> he, uh, he, when asked about, hey, you know, there's already a strong Democrat that uh, is in your former congressional seat. Sure. I don't need anyone's permission to run for office. I, uh, what I've done is ask the people. I could run anywhere in the state. I can run from Key West to Pensacola. Could you, Alan? Let's go back to that Senate run that you had a right. little while ago. Um,
2: that is a state. Senate run. The Senate I run know. is from
1: Key West to Pensacola. right? <laughs> and that particular race, you got your ass kicked. Uh, I think you only won like seven counties maybe at the most. And that actually was a race from Key West to Pensacola. <laughs> exactly. So, I, plus Alan Grayson is another such a good guy. Yeah. Uh, there's there's good video out of him, of him uh, with his wife sharing a walk out of the house to the car. Aww. Uh, as he, you know, slaps her in the face and beats her. That's oh. all. Don't worry about that. He's such a good guy. Stay He's gone. He's a good guy. Stay gone, That'd Alan. That'd be nice. Just go, Alan. Please. Just go away. All right, we're done with you. There's gotta be something that you can do uh, without Congress. I mean, I, I'm sure maybe some of your some of your hidden money down in the Caymans is starting to dwindle a little bit <laughs> with those hedge funds that you had a problem with. Oh, I wasn't supposed to mention that. No, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. Um, and, and I know that, you know, the wife took you for a pretty penny for that. Oh, I wasn't supposed to mention that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, you had that seat for quite a while and were such a I mean, the reason that the, there was a particular Hall of Fame created, you were part of that beginning, <laughs> Alan. Right? You were part of that beginning because you were such a strong candidate for it. So just go away. Please, please go away. And I love the uh, Trump pushing for uh, congressional term limits. Uh, he says, I has my full support. I bet it does, I bet it does, and I love the, uh, I love the uh, the tweet. I recently had a terrific meeting with a bipartisan group of freshman lawmakers who feel they very strongly in favor of congressional term limits. I gave them my full support and endorsement for their efforts. #Hashtag Drain the Swamp. Now let's let's uh, jump ahead. Let's do a you know a time leap, time leap a couple years, and uh, the. Uh, Congressional members, the bipartisan group of freshman lawmakers who aren't freshman lawmakers anymore. Let's jump ahead and see if they're for term limits. Then, in a couple years, my guess, no. Uh, what they once you get to Washington, you realize, you know, I could get a lot. I, I can't get anything done in this short time. I got to be here longer. Mm -hmm. right we got to get stuff done (laughs) we can't we can't have term limits i mean term limits look voting is term limits right mitch mcconnell voting is term limits we don't need actual term limits (laughs) i mean don't be stupid the people make that call and you know i used to believe that and i still do Uh i still do Mm -hmm. but those guys get so ingrained and the american people are so lazy that it it's just like, yeah, he's already there. He's already doing it. Just vote him in. That's why these guys are there for 30, 40, 50 years. I don't know.
2: It, it just uh, look, I so want to support term limits. And I know. There are times that I'm just like, okay, yes, just do it. Please do it. Which, if the Congress decides to do that, then absolutely it's legal. Let's do it. That's however. But it almost feels very progressive to tell I the know. American people. You don't, don't know back, what's think, good for you, so we're going to limit your options <laughs> even because because if a case can be made that as a society we are making the wrong choices, just look at who we elect to represent us in Congress. So I want so badly Stuff. for for term limits to be a thing, but I'm just going to lay low and be like, hmm. Let's just keep doing it the way we are because, you know, we have the option. But hey, but if our elected representatives choose to limit how often they can be in office. Good for them. Then then let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, like so many Americans, I'm sure uh, you have a gun at home for your personal protection. And I'm going to tell you a story here uh, at the beginning of next hour that is absolutely fascinating and amazing and great with someone who actually, I don't know had a home personal protection gun. And we'll see if it worked or not. But one of the things that uh, you need to think about when you have your home gun is using it. And when's the last time you practiced with it? Because, you know, you got to go out and you go to the range and it costs money and you need to, you're supposed to practice. I know I'm supposed to practice with it. Now I got to go get some ammunition. I've got to go get this iTarget Pro is what you need. iTarget Pro. it's It actually has revolutionized home firearm training. Now, it uses your actual gun, so you become proficient with the firearm you're actually going to use in real life. And you're doing it in your home, where most times that's where you're going to want to use it. It utilizes your smartphone, has a proprietary app that uses a laser in place of the bullet, and it will detect exactly where your shots are landing. And if you haven't seen the ads or the promos that we've done, it's absolutely amazing how it works. And you get to practice in your own home, and get to see how you shoot, and practice your targets, and save money—not having to go to the range, not having to buy uh, ammunition, which you still will need to do. And look, it's nice to be, go shoot the, the weapon, no question. But in the meantime, I Target Pro. Okay, iTarget Pro. Right now, you can save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the system, iTarget Pro system. Save money, time, take your skill to the next level, and you can do it safely and effectively. The letter iTargetPro.com, 10% off with the offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com.
0: Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So apparently we have a uh, breaking news, a plane crash uh, uh, just happened. A military uh, plane went down. Uh, we're seeing uh, we're seeing a shot of it. Uh, we have a picture of it for you if you're oh. watching Blaze Television. It looks horrific. Uh, we're just getting breaking news on that horrific crash uh, when we find out some more uh, and find out exactly uh, what happened and the cause and if there were any actual fatalities uh, we'll let you know. Uh, you know, I, I see that crash and I think, you know, every day I drive to work, and I drive uh, underneath landing strips for DFW, uh, the expressway I drive on and, and Keith does as well, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Um, DFW lands planes over this, and interstate. they are so low, right and above the, your car. yeah. I mean, the the air the the landing strip is right there on yep. the other side of the of the interstate, and you see them lined up. Rode up to most days is two landing strips. Uh, they're coming in two and three to a mule at DFW all day long, and you can look up in the sky. You you see them back there. There's there's three or four planes backed up, and they're just bringing them down. And I can't help but think every time I watch those planes come across the interstate driving home, please don't crash, please don't crash, mm-hmm. please don't crash, please don't crash. And I know that there was a big crash a number of years ago, uh, right there by the big uh, the big oil wells. Just before uh, if you're heading back, look at the gas tanks there. Uh, a number of years ago, there was a big cra- plane hit crash there. Uh, okay, I remember and, there was uh, one
2: in '88. Is and I don't the one know you're talking about? Uh, that
1: was- mm, I'm not sure what year. It was, okay. uh, if I remember right, it was Delta 181.
2: Okay, that's pretty specific. I, I can't remember
1: the numbers exactly. I mean, you can't. I just said he's whispering in my ear. <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking here. Yeah, he's whispering in my ear. I don't remember. No, you're right. Delta time,
2: 191. Yeah, that's 85. what I remember seeing. Oof, yeah.
1: I but sure it would look really bad. I mean, and I yeah. do not want that to happen again oh, anywhere. And right place. Next a huge, yes, tank of oil. and when you are, oh. I know. And so, that's oh. something when you go by a place every day. And then something like that horrific happens. It's hard to take. I Mm. understand. So we'll hopefully try to get some more information on this plane crash. Uh, And I also have some great uh, Second Amendment stories. And also a little uh, Beto O'Rourke Ted Cruz story. Pat Pat
0: Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: You know who else? You know who else? Leave scissors all over the building when they belong underneath this Take a counter. Breath. Chris Crew. Take a breath. Coming for you, Chris. Wow. Disinvite invite me to lunch.
1: <clears throat> Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, <laughs> 888-900-3393. Breathe. Just breathe. Good
2: There's thing they're in here today, Chris. Else I'd be coming for you. Oh, look, 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 look actually what it says. and said this forever. If found, return to Keith or you'll die screaming. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's plain as day.
1: I'm just lucky that it's, that uh, Chris Cruz hilarious. is lucky that, that they're down there today. That's hilarious. I know you can't zoom in on it because that'd be too much to ask on the camera. That's zoom, but go ahead. Anyway, he's so mad at me now in the TV studios. Um, welcome to the broadcast. I figure you're making Chris mad. I might as well make the TV people mad. Sure. 888 Welcome to the Pat Gray Unleashed program on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Jeff Fisher filling in today for Pat as he is... Uh, as uh, he is uh, 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 turning himself into the six million dollar man is really what's happening. He's rebuilding himself. He's going to be uh, faster, stronger, better than he was. So yes, during the broadcast, uh, when he comes back, all you'll hear every once in a while is that means he's actually looking at something hardcore. Or if he has to, you know, if it's between in the break and he's getting up to move hurriedly and go to the bathroom before we've actually cut off the feed, you'll hear he's gone. So I mean, it's, it could happen. Uh, you can tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA, at the Blaze Keith, uh, with the hashtags. Put that in your pipe, and uh, we'll uh, we'll. Uh, you know, you have the possibility if you do that <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> to be read on the air. I know you're welcome. <laughs> so uh, we got the news yesterday that uh, <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, uh, you know the uh, the the presumptive. Senator from yes. Texas? <laughs> he certainly is in his mind. <laughs> uh, going up against Ted Cruz, who uh, this very broadcast has talked about at length, that uh, if he were to defeat Ted Cruz, uh, the host, uh, the new $6 million man, uh, Pat Gray, would eat his underwear. Wow. And uh, so Not, not Beto's underwear, but his own underwear. Okay. Or maybe he did, did He eat underwear. You know what? We, I don't think
2: we've gotten a, a clarification on that. Uh, um, so we should probably uh, find out for I sure.
1: Break that down. Um, so he, uh, we find out, uh, that Beto is, uh, challenging, uh, Ted Cruz to six debates, which is fine. Have the debates, have them all you want. Beto, Ted will crush you. Uh, but he wants, uh, he wants four of the six in English and two of the six in Spanish. Um, um. Now the Cruz campaign hasn't formally responded to the request. But uh I I would like to respond with a no. <laughs> uh you want to speak Spanish somewhere, go out and do your little campaign rally and speak Spanish anytime you want, but uh when we're going ahead of a debate for the Senate seat of the United States of America, we will go ahead and do it in English. Love Ted. There. That's a letter for me, <laughs> but it's uh, you know, good. You should be a spokesman. Uh, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, O'Rourke, uh, who is bilingual, uh, and Cruz, you know, look, and they—they've got the tussle for the Hispanic voters. Ted should not do this. He's not going to do it. There's no question. He's—he's he's not done it before. Uh, in the uh, Dewhurst, it's not the first time they've tried this on Ted. Dewhurst tried it uh, on him. Uh, saying that they wanted to, uh, you know, he wanted to speak in most Texans speak English, said to Cruz. Uh, yes, uh, my Spanish is lousy, too, Mr. Dewhurst. Uh, so I'm not going to debate you in Spanish. OK, not going to happen. I'm not. I know you're fluent in Spanish. Good for you. I'm not going to do it. And I know that he had the big fight with uh, Marco Rubio. Well, it's not a big fight, but he had the fight with Marco mm-hmm. at the primary debate. Uh, when he uh, when he accused Marco of supporting amnesty and uh, for the people in the country illegally while appearing on Univision on Univision and Rubio oh I don't know how he knows what I said on Univision because he doesn't speak Spanish so Marco tried to you know slam Ted with Spanish that's remember when Ted mm-hmm. goes, go ahead go ahead speak Spanish go ahead right now let's hear it and that's uh, kind of a you know little to do that was that was just was that just prior to being ruined by Donald Trump boy I don't know I mean those guys I love you Ted but and you're still gonna be center and I do not want Beto O'Rourke you're the man but dude <laughs> dude Donald did you guys in, okay Sorry to tell you that.
2: That happened about February 13th of 2016, the Ted Cruz uh, Rubio Espanol dust up. Yeah. Dust-up. So,
1: I mean, Donald, so then, well, that was a little bit before the, the ruination of them all happened.
2: <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> uh, Beto, uh, I love you. And good luck, and and your campaign is wonderful, and you know, good luck. And I want you to hit every county. You said you were going to go to every county. Wasn't it Beto that said he was going to go to every county and meet everybody here in Texas? And and it's such a good deal, and what a wonderful thing. I think Rick Perry did that at one point in his career, too, where he went to every county in Texas. Uh And uh, I don't even know this, but Texas is a pretty big state. So it takes a little bit of time to get through that process. Right, right. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, it's good that uh, Beto speaks Spanish. As for Ted Cruz, um, he can reach the people who speak English, and they will vote for him, and you will lose, Beto. So, sorry,
2: I am looking. Oh, here we go, right here. I found a text here. So I get this text. It is the fourth round of the Masters on April eighth, Sunday, April eighth. I'm just watching as a middle of the afternoon. I get this text. Hi, Keith. This is Julie with Beto for Texas. Beto O'Rourke is running for Senate to represent Texans statewide, not special interest mega-donors. Can we count on your vote? I responded, thinking it was just some sort of automated thing. No, Julie, you can't count on my vote unless Beto, who is known for changing his name, changes it to Ted Cruz. (laughs) Thanks. She responded. That's funny. Okay, we'll mark that down now. Have a good day. Okay. Oh, nice. So good job with the Beto O'Rourke nice. campaign. They got a right back to you, though. That's pretty your good. great of resources there. Uh, annoying people on a Sunday afternoon when they're trying to watch golf, but whatever.
1: They um, knew they were sending out the mass text, so she had the phone there waiting for some of the responses. That's really good.
2: Yeah, it, it, same thing in the other room. Um, I think, was that, who, was that Chance in there? Or Sean? Sean? Yeah, Sean got the same text. Did you respond nice. to it? He did? He did? Mm-hmm.
1: I love this, this conversation off the air. Yes. I feel like...
2: I would hope for the, a succinct answer, but unfortunately, uh, it's not. That's all so, right. Just keep
1: talking to him. That's fine. Go do the conversation. Don't have me. him talking to a microphone or anything that's in the room. <laughs> Don't do that. Whatever Wait, you do. Sean,
2: you have a microphone in there? Can you not yeah. uh, There's a microphone. We can put air? that
1: microphone in that studio on the air. Do you know how to do that, Ron? Probably says not. says he
2: doesn't know how to turn it on. He's a broadcast professional, and he doesn't know how to turn his microphone on.
1: There's a microphone <laughs> in the television production room.
2: No, he does No, Sean doesn't know how to turn it on. On air. <laughs>
1: I don't think it can even get air. to
2: Ron, because I don't think Sean knows how to turn it on. Neither of both of them are like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, no, the show in our ears right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's so trust good. me, it is it's awesome. so good. <laughs> if you have
1: television and radio engineers going, oh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's just so fun. Oh, this is not even a button uh, on my board for it. Give us some good news about guns, <laughs> would you, Jeffy? <laughs> not even a button on my board for <laughs>
1: I it. I don't know. Stop. I don't know. We're good. Somebody I got the same text anyway, Keith. Just let me tell you. <laughs> So fun.
2: Uh, All set. Uh, Talk to us about no, guns, Jeffy. Stop. Jeffy, get to the gun store before I lose my mind. Please? Pretty please? Cherry on top? What will it take?
1: Just let me say.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'm with the just madness momentarily with you. Yep, I'm with you on this as well, sir. I would sir. say
1: that that <laughs> microphone mm-hmm. is not just for the morning show (laughs) and I will leave it at that stop talking in my ear I don't care what people say it is not specifically for the morning show it is a microphone to be used as part of a broadcast for this network and if we want to use it with whatever whatever human is sitting there we will (laughs) tell me about guns Jeffy Lauren Hogg Tweeted, I'm tired of people saying the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Fighting fire with fire never got anything done. It just burned everything down. It is the same reason why we must never fight hate with hate. Only love can drive out hate. Ugh. Oh, Lord. That's that's so pretty. That's so pretty. David Hawk. Tweeted, throughout history, violence and war only creates more of itself. For example, WW1, WW2, Cold War, Korean War, Vietnam, and up to today. While nonviolent moments like Gandhi's the suffrage movement or civil rights movement led to peace and long-lasting change, ours will
2: too. That was uh, David Hogg. That was David Hogg. Oh, that's cute. Michael Moore. Wait, God love them. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Can you please read that tweet again?
1: Throughout history, violence and war only creates more of itself. For example, no WW1, no. WW2, Cold War, mm-hmm. Korean War, Vietnam, and up to today. Wow. While nonviolent okay. moments yeah. like Gandhi's, the suffrage movement, or <laughs> civil rights movement, I. The nonviolent moments like Gandhi's, sure. the suffrage movement, mm-hmm. or it's civil so rights movement, mm-hmm. led to peace but wait. and long-lasting change. So basically, Wait w- a minute. What? I'm not done with the tweet. Oh, I'm
2: so sorry. I, David Ours Hogg will, time, too. Ours will too. So he is. David Hogg is saying that only war comes from war. Because I, I don't know, there was a, a little war other. fought somewhere around 1776 that led to the freest nation in the history of the world. There was the Civil huh. War that led to the freeing of millions of African Americans. Uh, what was World War II all about? What is that guy, Hitler? Was he stopped somehow? Something, I think. And my goodness, um, that, that freed a continent. Um, I know. We have the Cold War he mentioned, right? He did he the mention Cold the Cold War. war. Okay. Yeah, he did so, mention. Yeah, that was fought successfully by folks like Ronald Reagan, brought an end to communism eh, for the most part. Um, But no, you're right. It just leads to more war. So I'm sorry, David. Let's just... Okay. Mm -hmm,
1: Michael Moore. mm
2: -hmm. What about Michael
1: Moore? He tweeted, no woman ever invented an atomic bomb, built a smokestack, initiated a holocaust, (laughs) melted the polar ice cap, or organized a school shooting. Mm -hmm. Is that right, Michael? Mm -hmm. No woman ever did that. Yeah, you know
2: what? A dude did create the atomic bomb which i don't know ended <laughs> a war uh,
1: uh, i have a story Smoke from stacks. limestone county texas uh, reported on from uh, kwtx a cbs affiliate uh channel 10 i think uh in, in limestone county and that's just west of the dallas metroplex but laura williams had an intruder the intruder had a shovel You know what? I'm going to let the the report from John Carroll at Mm -hmm. WKTX is is a great report. And Laura is uh, is in the report. And it talks about the love she had with the intruder broke into her home with just a
3: shovel.
4: And I aimed it at him and I said, if you take one more step, I'll kill you.
3: Laura Williams was awakened Tuesday morning to the ringing of her doorbell.
4: I went to the door and I just kind of opened it and there was a, an older man standing at my front door with a shovel and he asked for a lady's name. And I said, there's no one here by that name. I'm That's sorry. Right. You're out. at the wrong house. There, you know, she doesn't live here.
3: But after case. she closed the door on the man, she looked out her bedroom window to see if he was gone.
4: So I came over here and I looked out and he was standing at the opening of the woods with the shovel still in his hand and he kept looking back and looking and I thought, no. This is not gonna go down like this.
3: So she ran and got her daughter.
4: And I woke her up and I said, run to my bedroom, get the dogs and let's go because that's where we keep our guns in our house. Thank
3: you. And that's when the man came back. This time, there was no door ringing.
4: And no sooner did we get to the bedroom and shut the door, he was kicking in the door and hitting it with a shovel.
3: And Laura reached for her loaded pistol.
4: And I had time to grab the revolver and come out the door. So when he came in, the shovel was up on his shoulder. He was headed straight towards us. And I aimed it at him and I said, if you take one more step, I'll kill you.
3: The man froze Think in his tracks, it. mumbled some words and fled the house.
4: Went to walk out and he turned back around and he said, well, all y'all need to know is y'all need to leave me the F alone. And I said, I don't <laughs> even know you, but get out of my house. 17-year-old Hannah
3: head hasn't been the same since.
4: And while I was doing that, my daughter already had 911 on the phone and was giving them exact directions to get here. I felt really scared and like my adrenaline was pumping, so I don't really remember a lot of it. And I went back into my bedroom, I locked the doors, and I watched him go into the woods with the shovel still in his hand through my mini blind while we were still on the phone with 911. Police
3: arrested 47-year-old Alan Tompkins in a nearby trailer park. So far, he's been charged with burglary of a habitation and is in the Limestone County Jail under a $20,000 bond.
4: My husband says I'm having nightmares calling her name, trying to make sure she's safe. As much as I'd hate to say I killed somebody, I wished I would have so that I could sleep at night knowing that he's not going to come back. Yep,
3: Think about it. Uh, wow! Late this afternoon, we got word that authorities are looking to raise, the, to charges raise the charges Tompkins against Tompkins to up his bond by another one hundred thousand dollars. But if that John happens, Carol. it won't be until Monday. Double Laura Williams stood her ground. Little did the suspect know he was dealing with a former police.
1: As she was a former police officer as well for ten years. She needs to adjust her grip on that. Fascinating story. That was just for the story. Don't don't start. It was a reenactment. Brad just ripping her apart for that. Really. She's still shooken up, and she just wanted to do that for the for the news show. Okay, I just wouldn't hold it. Wow. I would
5: not recommend holding a revolver that
1: way. Oh yeah, well, burns uh, the crap out of here You heads. know what? I'll tell you another thing. It worked. Uh, it worked for the guy who breaking into her home with the shovel. She can hold it any way she wants. By the way, the lesson there: never bring a shovel
5: to a gunfight.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How many times have you heard you.
5: that? And this guy lived it.
1: I know. I, what I would like to remind you of is uh, the tweet. From uh, Lauren Hogg. Oh, yeah. Uh, that mm-hmm. talked about, uh, I'm tired of people saying the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. See? Wow. Fighting fire with fire never got anything done. It just burned down everything. It's the same reason why we must never fight hate with hate. Only love. So she should have said, look, drive out I
5: love you.
2: Yeah.
1: I love your
5: shovel. Please. Go away! I love you. Yeah, no,
2: she should have run to the bouquet and pulled him out of the vase and ah, run that and handed it to here, him. Have at the some door. Here's yeah. some flowers. Here's some love.
1: I love you. What's wrong right. with you? Why yeah, are you bringing it Sit my down. Home? Yeah. Why are that you? That always why works. Do you want, why do you want to harm myself and my daughter? <sighs> Let's you talk about old it. freak from the trailer park with your shovel. <laughs> but I love you. Why do we want you? <laughs> anyway, wow. it just. Uh, I thought it was a. I thought that was a tremendous report. It's really mm-hmm. strange too. Uh, the struggle. A lot of people don't think about it after. Uh uh, how she's still, her and her daughter are still oh, yeah. struggling with it. And still, like she, PTSD. obviously she doesn't want the guy dead. But she knows that mm-hmm. if, well, she she said, I mean, you know, I, I almost wish I would have. Mm-hmm. So that it would be over. Yes. Right. Because you know, now she's going to come back. Right. And, you know, while it happens that they do always usually come back on, they do always usually come back on television shows. You quote yeah, me on that. that's true. They do always usually mm-hmm. come back on TV shows. Or usually because, they always come back. No, they always usually do. But in uh, th- no, real life, do. probably not, right? right? I don't know.
5: Maybe the guy is pissed off that he threw her in prison now, and he's when he gets out, he's coming back. Who knows? He's crazy. That's the thing about know. crazy can't. people. You, you cannot figure out what they're going to do.
2: Yeah, Laura, instead of running to the bedroom next time, why don't you, uh, in the meantime, while he's in prison, move. Put Own oh, that. You could do that. Or put a gun in every room of your house so yeah. you don't have to. And she didn't want
1: to move, right? This is her. It right, said yeah. in she the report. I don't move, know if they actually aired it, but she, the property has been her, her family's property for, have for centuries or at least decades. Thousands she doesn't of want years. to move.
5: Yeah. I mean, and train your, she shouldn't have to
1: move because of some crazy.
5: And that would get train, a big, I, would, I
1: would get a big old dog outside that
2: house. Well, mm-hmm. and, and train your daughter to shoot that weapon if she needs to. Yeah, maybe he comes much... back and you're not there. Use iTargetPro.com. Yep.
1: See? I like what you did. See? Thank you. I know. That's what wow. we've done. I mean, I hope I hope next time, another thing that she could do mm-hmm. is uh, uh, people could uh, maybe find a way, if there was a
2: way to maybe... I got this. <laughs> I got this. Are you segueing into our boy over here? I got this. Hey, well, you need to be able to hear when the intruder is approaching well, the house. Ironically,
5: win? ironically... <laughs> what what I was thinking as I was watching her was she it woke her up. Uh huh. Your ears never stop listening. Thank you. Your right. brain chooses to ignore <laughs> what you hear when you're asleep. Apparently, though, your brain can interpret. Whoa, this is something I should probably wake wake. Hey, mm-hmm. wake up, and wakes you up. But you can only do that if, of course, they're they're clean. Right, yeah, because if you've got a big old wax plug in there, no good, you know, it's just I mean, nasty. That, that could be
2: what that ends up g- getting you right,
5: yes. Quite oh, for how they die. Well, it was a, a clogged ear hole, <laughs> they just they had too much earwax, they couldn't hear. Uh huh, and they nobody wants to die that way. No, no, no. no. not a good way to, to go. go. So, way. so, if you oh. want to prevent things like this from happening to you, the best thing you can do is use
6: waxrx.com.
5: Mm. See what I did there? I just I see strung exactly it all together. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, if you go to usewaxrx.com, it could be the life-saving system that you need to make sure that you don't find yourself in a face-to-face with a guy with a shovel right. when he's already in your house. Right. With WaxRX, you can get him you can get to the front door before he gets
1: in. Yeah. Let me ask just you a question. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and do your little Well, usewaxrx.com WaxRx.com
5: and, and just to make the deal even sweeter, because earwax is kind of bitter, so if you make the deal even sweeter, <laughs> sweeter. come
6: on, Thank who you. has it right? everybody better knows it's bitter. Thank
5: you. Uh, use promo code RADIO <laughs> for uh, free free standard shipping. So I can I use promo
1: code RADIO. Radio for and free I get free shipping. shipping. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. I get any. I get the product. Uh, you get the product for you know a very good price. And free shipping
5: And free with the shipping. promo code yes, radio. With the promo code use, radio. If I go to usewaxrx.com. Use All right.
1: Yeah. Now, I know that we segued into you from uh, people not being able to hear right. uh, mm-hmm. people approaching their home right. before they were inside the home, but you normally come with some stupid little earwax fact. So, well, and, that was and I, and the earwax that. fact, mm-hmm. is that your ears never stop listening. Mm-hmm. You missed that fact because you weren't listening. No, I did you hear you say it it that, but that I've heard I that a thousand times. You didn't have You usually have some that was the fact. No. That was the fact. So you're just rehashing old facts. Use wax. Our There's record.
5: only so many facts.
0: This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> Ray is
1: here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can uh, tweet us uh, at uh, Pat Unleashed, at JeffyMRA, at the Blaze Keith, and you can hashtag us, uh, put that in your pipe. I know many of you have uh, questioned the idea of uh, why we should send uh, the last video that we showed you of Laura Williams uh, defending herself against her attacker with a shovel with her handgun. And uh, off he ran, and then they finally arrested him and he is in jail now as we speak. Um, we should send that to uh, many people, including one of which was Alyssa Milano. And I would, uh, I'm actually, I think I will do that. I'll tag Alyssa in it and let her realize that uh, uh, perhaps Alyssa, uh, <laughs> instead of just going off and pretending, and she's not really pretending. I should, that's a thats a wrong word to use for Alyssa because she's. She's whacked out of her mind with her with her left leaning tendencies, but uh, she needs to realize that you know maybe uh, if the the NRA uh, members yeah. were a problem, were the actual problem, mm-hmm. she would probably already know it. Yeah, she would probably already know
2: it. Stacy, the Duchess Rippy, uh, made that point that you know, hey uh, Alyssa, you know she she. Uh, I think, I think this is a tweet from uh, Chris Lash. Uh, Chris Lash uh, he said, uh, if Alyssa Milano had any idea of the hours of drills, safety training, sore muscles, ripped up hands, go into the ability to defend loved ones from those who know no reason, she'd be Amen. outside NRA convention thanking members instead of protesting them.
1: Amen. Let me tell you a couple of uh, Mercury 1 uh, things that are coming up here while I have just a little bit of time here at the bottom of the hour. So a couple of dates for you to remember. Uh, Mercury Museum. Uh, titled Rights and Responsibilities, Friday, June 15th through Sunday, June 17th here at the Mercury Studios in Irving, Texas. You can learn more by going to org slash museum2018. They give a phone number here, too. Ooh. 972 499 4747.
2: What's that number, Jeffy?
1: 972 499 4747. Strange they'd give out a phone number in today's world. mercury slash museum. 2008 and they have the applications for the leadership training program going on mercury1.org/ltp. You know what you should do? Huh? You should just go to mercury1.org yeah. and then just wander there. around I mean, a while seriously. and uh, you know poke around to get the idea of where you want to go <laughs> and what you want to do.
2: Thank
0: you. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the blaze radio network.
1: Welcome to it. I don't know why it was like that. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can uh, tweet us uh, at uh, Pat unleashed uh, at Jeffy MRA uh, at Pat, at uh, the blaze Keith hashtag us. uh Put that in your pipe. Uh, a couple of tweets uh, that uh, have just come in. Uh, from at Liz, uh, you know what's better than a bad guy with a gun? A good woman empowered by a gun. Think about it. Uh, am I I believe this is uh, at uh, Burbax, uh, B E R B E R R B A X Burbax. Uh, I want you to know that you have probably the greatest point made so far today. I know I'm not as smart as David Hogg, which obviously that's true for everyone. I mean, who is? Thank you. Uh, But how violent was the Cold War? How much violence did it (laughs) purpose? Honestly. such a good point. Thank you. This is so good.
2: Honestly. I, ooh, ooh, Such a good point. Go to class.
1: Yeah, that's all you need to do. Thank you. Just go to class. (laughs) All you need to do is go to class. We were talking about uh, the White House and Congress and how much uh, things are so great in D.C. and how the the uh, the swamp is draining. I know we have we have many people writing. Uh, why are we still in the Iran deal? I know, I know. You know why we're still in the Iran deal? You know we are because they were still we're still holding up the the great Barack Obama and the great uh, Obama legacy yeah yes (laughs) that's what it is the great obama legacy and uh how wonderful it is that uh you know look most of us are aware now especially after uh what netanyahu did uh yesterday still yesterday or the day before anyway Mm -hmm. um where he a called out iran saying we we smuggled all this stuff out (laughs) i'm sure that many of their security people are now dead yep or at least if they're not dead, I don't know, buried up to their neck in some Iranian desert uh, waiting for ants to attack them. Uh, and he also uh, let us know and, and made us aware, which some were already aware, of how Iran is uh, you know, encircling Israel already and making moves with the help of Russia. And uh, part of that strength came from the United States making this Iran deal And also it came from being able to afford some of this thanks to, I don't know, you and I could both afford quite a bit with a pallet load of money dropped off in our front yard in the middle of the night. Wouldn't that be nice? Let me answer that question for you. Yes. And where did that money come from, by the way? i'm fascinated i've always you know everybody talks about oh Obama i dropped this pallet of money off in iran and gave him all this money i don't know how much was that a billion point seven a billion point two three billion whatever it was where did that money come from did it just appear <laughs> i mean the president doesn't have a checkbook right the president's not supposed to have a checkbook that's congress i mean i could be wrong i grant you i you know look i know Okay, I'm in one of the I'm in the low percentages of reading and math. I got it, 18. I got it. But I was my understanding, if I remember correctly, that Congress holds the purse strings. And by that I mean, if they, if the president needs money for something, he goes to them, right? That's the way the Constitution is set huh. up. Okay, because I, I, uh... I thought I was daydreaming, but then now. Uh, you know, since the uh, the Obama uh, pallet full load of cash dropped off, <laughs> uh, where'd that come from? Anybody oh. ask that question? Mm-hmm. No, nope. Was just like, yeah, oh, well, that was just part of the Iran deal.
2: Okay. I think it came it? from a plane that was parked outside one of the U.S. mints. <laughs> right. Straight to Tehran. <laughs> right. And we're just supposed to we're just supposed to let that go? It's it's
1: absolutely unbelievable. And I'm tired of saying that word unbelievable because for the past 10 years or the, for sure the last seven years have been that word is like that unbelievable that can't be it's uh, that's, uh, that's unbelievable. you know what it's not anymore it is <laughs> it just is it is so uh our president Donald Trump uh, is uh well he told uh, he spoke to West Point. Uh, The Black Knights football team, his administration, is uh, seriously thinking about creating something that I think, uh, I don't know if it's genius or if it's (laughs) genius. Here's what he had to say.
7: You will be part of the five proud branches of the United States Armed Forces, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, and the Coast Guard. And we're actually thinking of a sixth. And that would be the Space Force. Does that make sense? Come on, baby. The Space Force, General. You probably haven't even heard that. I'm just telling you now. This is perhaps because we're getting Uh, very big uh, in space. Shut up. Both militarily and for other reasons. And we are seriously thinking of the Space Force.
1: Like I said. Genius. Okay.
2: Genius. We we might actually... Because my gut reaction was, that sounds ridiculous. No, I
1: think we should have one,
2: actually. But then you, you, you give it a beat and you go, know. wait a minute, we're going to look back, I bet, at that moment, 50 years from now, and there's going to be the annual Space Force versus Marines football game. Well, on top of that, teams. I mean, really,
1: with... with all of our that
2: could that's a serious foresight right it there. It sure
1: is. And with all of our defenses and uh all of our uh uh, uh business ties to uh what's happening in space around this globe every day. Yep. Uh that needs to happen. And I'm, I don't th- I we may be behind the eight ball there.
2: Uh, China has made no bones about their future well, plans. Well, I mean, in we're, space.
1: we're still we're still using them as our Uber to space, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, we gotta <laughs> we gotta Russia. get NASA back and get you know have Elon. You know, he needs to be their Uber, not ours. Uh,
2: so, I seriously, I, I actually think that's a good thing. Agreed. I mean, maybe Space Force sounds on its surface. We sounds may use goofy. a different name. Okay. May and different maybe the name. way Trump delivered it wasn't perfect. But to think that our leaders are actually looking out um, on the horizon. Hell, I'd much rather uh, our space focus be on a space force than, say, I don't know, uh, outreach to Muslim nations. Because that's all NASA has become. Uh, Yes. So, I mean, uh, maybe you come up with a different name that doesn't make people think of, like, you know, goofy, you know, outer space movies or something. I don't know, but... um, uh, I, th- that that's going to be a frontier for some battles for sure
1: absolutely and'm I'm, I'm all I'm I, I'm actually like you said you know when you step back and you think about it you're like yeah mm-hmm. uh, we should definitely do that no question all right so um when you get stuck in traffic and we've talked about this several times um no one likes to be stuck in traffic um this is a you know from time to time we need to, we you are stuck in traffic and that's when you need to remember the the Jeff Fisher quote. Mm. Once you're in it, you're in it. Okay. Just relax. Right. Take a breath. Here we go. Don't, you know, I, 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 I very I don't like the people that are all upset and screaming and yelling and horn honking and hollering if if you're in this if you're in this backed up traffic because of an accident or whatever the case if you're in it, you're in it. That's my quote. It's in, my, it's in my book that I'm writing, Jeff Fisher Quotes. Oh,
2: yeah? I mean, that's the name of the book?
1: Jeff Fisher Quotes. No,
2: nah, no. I got a better one for you. What's that? Just Jeffy Quotes.
1: Okay. Actually, you're right. Jeffy <laughs> Things Jeffy says. Jeffy Quotes. I'm all right with that, actually. No, that actually would be... We didn't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> be very I funny. like it. would be very funny. But uh, we talked a little bit a few months ago about a study that they did about uh, uh, merging into traffic. And how, uh, you know, everybody gets mad when, let's say you go from uh, three lanes to two, all right? And you're, uh, and, it's, and it's busy, all right? It's not, it's not the easy time when there's no traffic. It's actually busy. So, and we all have those places, the, the bottlenecks of places that we drive that are, uh, you know, the same every day. And you just want the same people to realize that it's the same thing every day. Quit trying to do something different let's just get home and so uh they tell you you know you used to get mad i used to get over early you you know you're in the you're in the merge lane and there's two other lanes and you get over to one of the other two lanes on your right hand side if that if that's the way you're merging right okay so the third lane is the is the outside lane and uh you get over early just to get in and be happy you're in that lane. Well, that actually, according to the one study, is slows traffic down. You're supposed to keep the merge lane go all the way up as far as you can, and then you know every other car is supposed to be let in as you keep going up the farthest you can go in that merge lane. It's called the zipper effect, and that's and it's supposed to that's what the way traffic flows the fastest. Well, apparently in um, in uh, Houston, and traffic in Houston, as uh, I'm sure Keith can validate, is um, <laughs> you know a, a busy place.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's another quote for my book. Oh. Uh, Should I be writing Houston these down? Houston is a busy place. I've already got it. Oh, okay. Good. It. Nah, I remember them What all.
2: percentage am I going to make on Jeffy I remember
1: quotes? them all. I appreciate that you giving me the name. Uh, an unusual moment in Houston traffic uh, is going viral uh, after a man, uh, well, they found a new way to solve who was going to merge. And uh, yeah, take a look. You're watching on Blaze TV. You
7: trying to get in? Let's <laughs> paper, rock, scissors for
5: it. Paper, <laughs> rock, scissors. I'm sure you win. Paper, Come rock, on.
1: scissors. Come on, man. Give me some paper, rock, scissors. Ah,
6: uh, go for it, man. Ah. Uh, he <laughs> so let that guy in because he won. man.
2: That was very funny see now that's how a that society should operate yes
6: seriously Thank you.
2: that was awesome
1: that was great <laughs> and, and, and that was a little bit different uh than what i was talking about because this guy was trying to get over into a, a busy land there was no merge lane he was just trying to cut across uh you know he's getting on the interstate from trying to cut across all the lanes because he's got to go to the other side of the highway to get where he's going so you just got to you got to try to go for it a lot of times. And you're right. That's exactly the way the society should be. Just go. Get in. And then he jokes around with the rock, paper, scissors. And, uh, you know, he loses. He lets him in. That's funny. Had a good time. And, of course, in today's world, he's recording it so it could go viral. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's another issue I did that a thousand years ago. Nobody gave me a bat on the back. Did you record it, sir?
2: No, that was before phones. Okay, then. Yeah, so, so, so. Let, let's revisit this, okay? Aside from the fact that was a great way to handle that Absolutely. little whatever yeah, you know yeah. interaction, but dude was somehow <clears throat> behind the wheel of a, a big, large vehicle. He has the phone, and he's doing rock paper scissors, paper rock scissors, and how's he? Is the phone? Oh, he's steering with watch it again because
1: there's the phone up on. Maybe he's got the phone on the stand uh, on okay. the on the dash. I don't know. So he's just recording from the dash. Okay. No, it's like he's
7: trying to get in. It's paper, rock, scissors for
5: it. Paper, rock, scissors. I'll let you in if you win. Hey, he's got like Come a headset. Ah, oh,
7: go for it, man. i oh, it, man. <laughs>
1: He's got
6: both
7: hands on. Yeah, yeah so
1: he's got glasses. Uh, he's, paper, got a head, rock, he's got a headgear. He records it all <laughs> with okay. headgear. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you tried to make him look bad. Uh, recording and driving didn't work, Keith. Ha ha. Yep, got me. He's driving in busy traffic, so he's got the headgear on. That's that's really good, too. That's good. That's the reason. That's Russian dash cam uh, video right there. I mean, that's why all those cars had uh, recording like that, because uh, people was insurance scams.
2: Oh, it wasn't for impromptu rock, paper, scissors games? No, I mean,
1: I'm sure that you know most of the Russian dash cam videos are just rock, paper, scissors. But the ones we showed... Uh over the years were yeah. just the crashes i'm so
2: glad that on all of those russian dash cam videos everyone walked away uninjured Not a sing- i mean not a scratch person. right not awesome
1: single person that was Love that. well that was uh that was actually a mandate uh, <laughs> we're not that, airing uh, this
2: unless everyone walks away yeah
1: i mean if it look if someone unharmed right so even the ones that looked really really bad yeah. and it looked like there was no way that anyone could have survived yep. they, they did they did they did don't ask any more questions right. than that. Mm-hmm. Glenn and Tanya started a real estate agents, I trust. Why? Because they were personally frustrated trying to sell their home. And I can verify that frustration uh, in seeing it in them and also having uh, the same frustration as uh, them trying to uh, sell a home when they uh, uh, really didn't, uh, didn't want to sell and we needed help. And most people have bad experiences uh, because they hire a family member or friend. I can sell that for you. Just look me up, no problem. I'll take care of it for you. Um, you haven't sold my house yet. I know. I'm getting to it. Don't you worry about it. Look, I know your home is a good investment, big one. And you know you need to you need to move on. And I'm giving you some rock solid advice here. Okay, I'm your I'm your cousin, and I can sell this thing. Um, but you haven't, and it's not working. Oh well. Um, sorry. Yeah. Exactly. That's why real estate agents I trust. Network of over twelve hundred agents all over America, rigorously qualified by Glenn's team, experience, and their marketing plans, their character, and the results they get for their clients. That's the way the team uses to ensure the network is made up of only the best agents in America. And you know, one of the other nice things is they're they're fans of the show, which uh, you know makes it kind of nice. They share you know they share the values of, of Glenn. They share the values of you, right? Your values. If you need to sell your house. Fast and for the most money, or maybe you're looking to buy one and uh, you need to you need to find a place. Real estate agents I trust. Real estate agents I trust. You'll be introduced to the best agent in your town. Get moving with real estate agents I trust.com. Real estate agents I trust.com.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here
1: welcome to it 888-900-3393 is the phone number uh thank you for coming along for the ride today uh pat uh, will uh he might be back tomorrow you know he was he was that that was the outlook uh when he left yesterday i know he was going under the uh, you know the day surgery thing uh to go in and uh you know take out uh take out a little stone and then uh, take out a stint and uh kick him out send him back home you be able to get out of here so we'll see uh, We'll yeah. see what happens.
2: I don't think that's his motivation. I think his well, the last, you know, yesterday was hashtag Pat's last words. I believe oh. his last words when he left this building uh, were something like, uh, I can only leave the store in Jeffy's hands for one day at a time. And so oh, that's silly. That might be his motivation like to get that. back here tomorrow. You know how
1: you get it he would never say anything like that. No. You, get a, you know how you get a new car and uh, you then all of a sudden you realize that there's more than you own the car that you just bought. So you're seeing the same car over mm, and over again. Yeah. yeah, I never see these cars on the road. I love this car. It's my favorite. And then you get on the road, and that's where they all are. Or you get something wrong with you, and you uh, say, "Oh man, I've got this thing wrong with me." and everybody says, "Yeah, me too." Yeah, my elbow too. I got this problem too. I just really haven't talked about it. Well, you know, Pat's had the problem with uh, you know the whole kidney issue for the last couple of weeks. And now, uh, all of a sudden, you know Amy Schumer comes out with uh, she's hospitalized for this horrible kidney infection. So now everywhere I look, I see people that have got kidney problems because of Pat. The problem is I only care about Pat. I don't care about Amy Schumer. So it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that sticks out to me. That's all. It's just uh, one of those things that you just, I just keep seeing kidney infections everywhere. And I, I still only care about Pat. Uh, so you're in trouble. You're struggling with your life. You want to kill yourself. Police officer saves you. What do you do? Do you come back and thank him? you say, hey, I was really struggling with my life. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to end it. But uh, because of you and your your struggle to save me, I'm back. I'm fighting good. Um, or... Do you uh, do you sue the police officer? Uh, what which one? Which which one do you do?
2: Whew, that's a tough one.
1: Which one do you do? Because I know what I would do. Uh-huh. Uh, just that's just me. I know that's what I would do. Uh, can, but I don't know if you would do it.
2: No. Yeah. Can, can can we just warn the audience if you're watching on the Blaze TV? Um, this could be video that's difficult to watch for some folks.
1: Oh, well. There's video of him being rescued.
2: Well, we have him entering the water, uh, I believe, and then being rescued. Okay. So I just want to—I just want to prepare folks. Yeah, I have not seen
1: this. I have not seen the video of, of him in the pool, of him being rescued. Mm. Um, but uh, I find it, um, you know, it's almost like um, it's just so strange that uh, now they're suing—they're uh, suing the lifeguard that saved him. The officer that saved him, and uh, look, they're saying uh, that they should have stopped him from going into the pool and rescued him sooner.
2: Guy was having a, a strange bipolar, me? manic depressive type episode. Um, they were trying to kidding me. Stay back because he was a danger, obviously to himself and potentially others. And uh, let's just can we see this video? Yeah, I would go love from there? I'd love to. I'd love to. So he's in the water. He's waiting oh, out phone to phone the, the deep sign. end. <laughs> those, those we officers. have officers standing around monitoring him, watching him go to the deep end, and then he's going to well, boy, drop underneath the water already there. and say goodbye to this cruel world. And there he and goes. Now the officers are going to have to act. Couple minutes pass. The officers say we should probably go in and get him. And there's a reason why they waited. And their commanding officer is. Absolutely behind them, 100%. So officers are jumping into the pool here at this apartment Amazing. complex and dragging him to the surface where they resuscitate him and save his life. They are dragging this. Wow. His face is blue. Um, and they basically bring him back, save his life. I think this is fantastic uh, by these officers. Absolutely. They are in full gear and they d- jump in and save
1: him once they realized that he's uh he actually did attempt suicide attempt to drown himself uh wow Uh, they saved his life he did not die this fairfax county police chief edwin c Rossler jr um his quote you're gonna sue someone who for saving your life uh, yeah, and actually, what it comes down to is—is is he's not suing them because they saved his life, right? He's suing them because the medical bills after the incident were so much that he can't pay the bills.
2: It's called poor planning, sir. Sorry, I mean seriously. And and look, if you want to kill yourself, and Pat and I have discussed this, we disagree. I say you have every right to. I'm. Sorry, I go absolutely ahead. agree. I with mean that. that you can deal on a personal level the morality of it in your relationship with God and if you really have dominion over your body or not but the point is I believe that you have that right what you don't 100%. have the right to do is on private property this apartment complex they don't have to let you do that these police right. officers aren't obligated to let you do that go do it at your own at your own place you know in the middle of a field or wherever definitely don't do it on an overpass because then you're going to affect rush hour and you're going to make me late to my kids' baseball game. So please, don't be selfish. Don't your last act, make me late to my kids' baseball game. You got it? Go out to a field and do it. But these officers absolutely have no responsibility to this person other than they saved your life. Write them a thank you note. It's your problem with your medical costs. I'm sorry. Poor planning. Poor planning. Amen.
0: Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome to it. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, Pat uh, will be back, uh, well, at least he's planning on being back tomorrow. Uh, we got my, myself, Jeff Fisher, and Keith Malinak with you today as sharing the afternoon, late morning with you. And you're welcome. Ian in New York, you're on the broadcast. How are you?
7: Hey, guys. I just would like to mention something. Uh, I'm a Coast Guard captain, but most people were never lifeguards. Most people don't understand that when you go to rescue somebody, your life is in danger. People panic. But he was a man trying to commit suicide, that if a cop went in when he had his full faculties about him, he he would have been in danger. Yep. Then his life becomes in danger. So yep. they did the right thing. They waited. They watched. looked like his faculties were leaving him. He went in and got him, rescued him. Now, for any judge, if they don't throw this out and they bring these cops up on some charges that, you know, because... Uh, you know, he's got a foot of bill, his bill, that that that's absurd. But I wouldn't put it beyond it with some of these judges what they do and the, the decisions they make. But, you know, that, that that's one thing people got to take into account, that, you know, a lot of military people, you're trained, that people are fighting you and you're trying to, you know, save yourself from drowning. You know, that's the same thing as a lifeguard, again, that goes out. A lot of people panic, and then they put the lifeguard in jeopardy. So the cops did 100% the right thing. You know, this guy could have fought the cop, and he could have been in a lot more trouble. And then you're rescuing a cop and the guy. So that that's uh, they did 100% what should have been done.
1: Thank you, Ian. I appreciate it. And uh, I don't disagree with you at all. And uh, thank you for your service. I really appreciate it. And you may be called at this trial for uh, a witness hmm. uh, to help uh, these police officers out. Uh, you'd have to travel down to Virginia, of course. and on your own dime, but uh, you still may be called as a witness. It is fascinating to me how um, how people get lost in the hey. I'm trying to do a you know they were trying to do a good thing, and because they did the good thing, now you're mad at them. I just it's fascinating to me how that how that works out, and it won't surprise me if a judge were to say, "Well, you yeah, know, they could have acted sooner." Settle out of court, fifty thousand. No, instead of the hundred. Virginia, millions. it
2: could go either way, but I, I would hope common sense would prevail. Now, if this were New York or California, all bets are off. You could see this guy totally winning. So anyway,
1: and we have the uh, plane crash. We have the update: uh, the military plane in uh, crashed this afternoon. We'll, uh, you know, getting two some people, more details on two that. It's very, have died. very sad. Um, you know, plane crashes are so bad, so horrible. I know President Trump had the Southwest uh, Airline um, people, uh, the employees and the passengers who survived at the White House. But you think about those. I mean, you know, I remember uh, a couple times flying where you you honestly get the idea of yeah, I don't think, uh, only a couple times in my life that I think uh, this could we could crash. One time we were landing here in Dallas, hmm. and uh, I remember we were coming down, and i looking out the window, and it's lightning and raining and blowing. And, and and for those of you that have never been to North Texas, when it's blowing, just windy every day is what it is. It's just windy here. Coming Nonstop. Every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it's blowing, I mean, you're darn near tornado strength. And uh, we were coming in, and I felt the plane jerk to the right as, you know, one wing up, one wing down. And then all of a sudden, I mean, we were close to landing. I felt the pilot. I thought, oh, crap. And I felt the pilot pull out and pull up. And he was like, oh, we're going to go ahead and take this around the other side and land there. We're getting a little cross breeze on here on this (laughs) strip. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. That's why we have you in the cockpit. Thank you. I appreciate it. But that uh, that time was actually really scary because it was at the, you know, that last point of no return. And I'm sure that, you know, obviously these plane landing, that's what happens, right? That you get those wind gusts that slam you down into the ground or pick you up and turn you uh, as you're coming down. And you're in that window of no return. So, that I mean, that's why we have the pilots, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, to make the decision of, no, we can still can return. Let's go ahead and pull out of this. And uh, I appreciate it very much. I appreciate it very much. The only other time, I remember flying. Uh, Keith, you were talking about flying where they told you not to look. This was the morning time when the plane crashed. In. Yeah, and, I was a and, kid. Right, okay. Yeah. But they tell you not to look. And, and what do you do when people tell you not to look? <laughs> look. You look. And I remember uh, at one point we were flying.
2: Uh, there was wreckage on a runway at an airport. No, we we were were I yeah.
1: remember one time we were flying back from one country and landed in another country and now as i'm telling the story i'm not sure i'm supposed to tell it so but i will anyway uh we're flying back from israel and we are going to south africa Mm -hmm. with uh, with glenn and we were flying on a uh, an airline that is private and uh, but we had to stop and get some gas Oh boy! And the only place to <laughs> I'm, stop—I'm
2: I'm thinking of the places you pass between Israel. The only place—the only place to
1: stop to get gas is Egypt. Uh huh. And so, uh, as we landed in Egypt, the pilots like, "Don't open your windows. If they—if they board us, oh just boy. let them walk through. Don't look at them. If they ask you for something, give them what they want." Is this when the Muslim let Brotherhood ran the country? And uh, yes, yeah. And so, and so, of course, the pilot's like, "Don't look out the window." I mean, I'm looking out the window. Hello, <laughs> what are you talking about, and they surrounded us. I mean, they sur- they never boarded, but the military surrounded the plane, and uh, the gate was open. The stair, the gate was, the doorway was open. Uh, steps were open. They never boarded us. We never left the plane. Uh, they surrounded us. We got the fuel. Oh, let's get out of here.
2: I would like to point out that that would be the trip that uh, Stu wisely chose not to go on. <laughs> That's absolutely the trip that, that, that Stu did not go on. with a trip to Muslim Brotherhood-controlled <laughs> Egypt.
1: Woo-hoo! Yeah, I know. That's absolutely right.
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> and look the, at South Africa today. Oh, I know. And Israel know, always under threat. I
1: know. You know, Cape Smart Town moves, is beautiful, Stu. though. Mm-hmm. Cape Town, South Africa is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, like, like there's like
2: a two two square mile area it's right gorgeous, there. a little bit larger there. than okay. that. A little
1: bit bigger. Mm-hmm. A little bit bigger. It's gorgeous. And I will say that it wasn't as, I mean, we were not staying, staying in the shanty towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they have around outside of District Cape Town. Nine. Yeah, we weren't saying, but those are fascinating to see. Oh, wow. I mean, you see them on TV all the time, uh, different shows and different documentaries and stuff like that. And you, people have livelihoods in these in these shanty towns. You know, I mean, yeah. they, you drive by them and it's it's uh, they like mini satellite. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything, but uh, it isn't quite what even lower. Class Americans like myself are used to living. And so, you know, it wasn't like we were staying there mm-hmm. when we stayed in Cape Town. So That may have made the experience a tad better. Mm. Possible. But it was pretty, it was really nice. And Cape Town is one of the few places left where you, you drive on the left side of the road, too. And so that took some getting used to. Uh, really getting used to. I mean, you. it's like the first... First couple hours, man, where you're driving around, you're like, whoa, 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 I mean, and you're just, I'm riding. I'm up front, and I'm like, Bing. You're still trying to, you're making the turn. You know, driving, driving on the left side from the right side here in the States is really, really strange. After a day, though, good to go. Good to go. You understand, you know, you got it down. You got your bearings down, because that's, that's what's going
2: on. I can barely drive on the right side of the road. <laughs> I am not. It's really, I mean, driver.
1: it's difficult, though. It's a It's a difficult thing to switch it on and off, yeah. uh, to drive around like that. It's really strange. But uh, it's fascinating, and I, it was a beautiful place. I, I mean, that was gorgeous. Uh, if 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 there were ever a time where you could earn a living and survive and live, Cape Town is a good place to live.
2: Yeah, it was gorgeous as you were approaching and looking down, but once you landed there, it lost that oh, distinction no,
1: no. wrong it was gorgeous
2: it was mm-hmm. fine we had a great time there you were
1: there i know but we had a great time but there you that were there so what changed the whole, so changed the whole
2: uh, beauty scale no, i was i
1: didn't live to go to the shanty town or anything It didn't you were there do that. are you saying that
2: it wasn't beautiful after you got there is my point i know i see what you're saying oh, now okay. oh Sorry. totally not worth it now oh, mm-hmm. oh. what you got over there Anything? Oh, well, I got a lot of stuff. All right. One of the
1: stories that uh, one of the stories that I've been meaning to get to all week long, <laughs> and I have not gotten to it, I'm going to get to it today, hell or high water. All right? <laughs> the entertainer Halsley, Halsy, H-A-L-S-E-Y, at mm-hmm. Halsy. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I love her music. Sure. And you can't. Who does not? You Just go to my phone and you can look at i mean I, I
2: don't want to go to your phone and look at anything I'm, on your phone
1: i am humming now or never that song by her is so sure, good. yeah uh
2: uh-huh. sing a sing and, a riff uh, for us and, would you
1: and, and bad at love that that hit song which one do you want to oh, sing man. so we you know can and uh better understand well i mean i hum, i mean most of the times i just kind of bad at love and it's not the way she does it but it's just the way i like to do it myself um hmm. uh, you know, she's a Grammy nominated singer. And so I, I you know, look, she does it a little bit better than me. A little bit. But uh, you know, that phew, you can't stop me from humming her songs. Man.
2: I'm not gonna try to them. stop you from humming her songs, so don't worry about that.
1: <laughs> so she tweets, I have been traveling for years now, and it's been so frustrating that the hotel toiletry industry and I gotta tell you before I finish this tweet <laughs> big hotel toiletry. Right, those sons. Oh,
2: I right. I mean, that is a uh, they're they're dirty. That's so frustrating. They are that dirty. The hotel
1: toiletry industry. And she doesn't say this in the tweet, but I'm saying it. Big toiletry, big hotel toiletry industry is entirely alienates people of color. I can't use this perfumed, watered down white people shampoo. Neither can 50 percent of your customers. Annoying. So, before we move on to responses and what happened after that tweet, Mm -hmm. um, I'd just like to say that if, everything else after this, just remember, that if there were 50% of their customers asking for a different product, the hotel industry, even though they're big hotel toiletry bastards, would provide it. Because it's not 50%, is it? No, it's not. It's not a fifty fifty thing. It's maybe a twenty, an 80-20, uh, something like that, where it makes no sense. They're providing they're providing free and they get the stuff is expensive. And I mean hotels are they're getting to be like airplanes. They don't like you taking stuff sorry I mean, I'm just saying hotels are getting like airplanes you know they don't like you taking stuff
2: how do you know that the guys airplanes... know that
1: they don't you know they keep tracking they got two each room has so many towels and, huh. you know if you use the shampoo and stuff of course they you want to take that those are just the little bottles but uh my wife travels with her own stuff though and that's what halsey should do I uh, just bring your own stuff
2: well i mean it's not like she's a rich celebrity or can afford to bring right. her own Hygiene product. Correct. And she
1: even says that. But she she goes on to say when people were saying, hey, how about you just bring your own? Duh. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be financially in a position to do so. But POC, traveling frequently for work, medical reasons might not be. Just making a point is all. Are you? Are you? Have you tried buying your own shampoo instead of blaming your specific problem on race? There's more responses to Halsey as she... Goes on about the watered-down perfumed shampoo. She's they're half only, white, half black. only white like people. Yes, that's correct. But only white people can, can understand. Um, look, I just, I just want you to know that my message was more than just about shampoo. It was part of a larger problem of people of color feeling left out. Oh, man, they don't feel like they're left out, do they? They feel left out? <laughs> I mean, it's important that people feel like they're not left out. Now there's been, you know, they provide. This, first of all, those products are expensive, really, for hotels. You think about, it, think about the products they go through uh, at hotels, which you know are reflected in your bill. By the way, uh, what you're paying for the room, you're not getting those for free. But it's also, uh, you know, a service that when you go to big toiletry, big hotel toiletry, mm-hmm. and they, uh, and I don't know if you know who runs that place.
2: Wait the big toilets. Oh man,
1: big hotel toiletry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who runs that joint, but they are not good people. Really? Oh man. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not going to give you any specifics because
2: you don't have them, or because you just well, don't want because
1: to. I don't, I just don't not good, you know that don't need to hear the Can specifics. Kind of keep it behind the curtain. Yeah, ugly with,
2: with your videos. Ugly,
1: but. uh you, know, you provide shampoo and conditioner and soap. I mean, that's expensive for all those rooms in a, in a year's time. So that's one of the things that uh, even some of the hotel people have responded to Halsey saying, "Look, this is you know I buy so much uh, at a time, and I, we this is what we get. I don't, I'm not crazy about it. this. Is what we have. This is what we, you know we provide. Um, but I would, and I mean this, so go back to the beginning again. If it were fifty percent, if it were fifty fifty. They would provide it. You would have an option. Now, one of the things that maybe, you know, when you start hearing complaints like this, one of the things that's going to happen, and you've got yourself to blame, Halsey, Halsey, whatever you want to call yourself, when the hotel starts saying you know, we've decided that we've had a number of complaints over the perfumey white loose shampoo that we've been providing for the last 100 years to our customers. We're not going to do that anymore. What we've done is we've set up a store down in the lobby mm-hmm. that has all these products that cover an array of human being likings and dislikes. So you, when you come into the hotel, if you haven't brought your own, why then you can just go into the lobby store and purchase your own. And by the way. If you've brought in more than we think is correct on your shampoo, we're going to go ahead and take that from you, because yeah. we want you to purchase stuff from our store. That's oh, yeah. just the way Kinda we like
2: are. Yeah, the movie theater does, huh? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I like that. Anyway,
1: that's just giving you some ideas You're, there. That's where I it's going. going. No, it's absolutely, absolutely right. is going there. There's no question about it. It's agonizing. And it's been that way for me for a while anyway. You know, I mean, my wife, my wife should be in a bubble most of the time. She's allergic to everything under the sun. So, you know, when we travel, soaps, shampoos, mm-hmm. stuff like that, that's all That's all got to be, you know, hermetically sealed and brought from the home so that, you know, anything that could possibly, hmm. at the ho- in the hotel shower, bring on itching or rashes or scars cannot be used.
2: Wow. Well, you would have thought that, I don't know, living with you- I set you up for that. Might have- uh, I set you up for that. Made her I'm immune to it. what's floating we around. wouldn't want this. you to
1: concern yourself with, you know, just the show, but just- I go
2: was go uh, part of the you. show. Is just, it, I was explaining is that your wife probably has built up an immunity to everything possible in the universe, just by you know the, the close quarters with you for the majority you'd of think, her life. You
1: would think that'd be the case, but it's not. Okay. Just so you know, and yeah. I, I will say that uh, hotels do—they uh, are getting a little bit better at keeping track of their items.
2: Oh, oh, what? They are getting, yeah,
1: How do you? What? What well, do you? Well, huh? But i figured out a plan. Now I'm not going to go into that.
2: Oh, just know that the, a Jeffy Scheme. Is that the book that comes out after Jeffy Quotes? Jeffy Schemes. It's not a scheme. It's just a, a way to enhance your life. No, it's when you buy the book, Jeffy Quotes. <laughs> at the bottom of Amazon, it says, Customers who bought Jeffy's Quotes also purchase Jeffy Schemes. <laughs> <laughs> buy them together at a discounted price. <laughs> That was okay. really
1: funny. Oh, man, I just got done telling you about the allergies that I've been struggling with for for the last month, maybe longer. It just seems like they've gotten worse and worse and worse. And uh, one of and, and I'm not alone. Uh, the world has been struggling with their allergies and uh, t- telling me that they, oh, it's just Texas. It's just Texas. Is it? Well, one of the ways that uh, I've at least tried to solve some of the problem is with filter by. Uh, Yeah, I know. It sounds strange, but it really isn't. When's the last time you changed your filter? When's the last time? When's the last time you replaced your HVAC filter? you remember? I know. That's tough to remember. You have have to kind of think about it. And even if you think about it, sometimes you go, well, was it two couple weeks ago? Was it six weeks ago? I don't know. I've got a way for you to fix that. Filterby.com. America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They carry over 600 different filter sizes, including custom options if you need it. You just go to FilterBuy.com and tell them what you need. It's all shipped free within 24 hours, plus they're manufactured right here in America. Filter by offers a multitude of the MERV options. Uh, I, I, I'm almost ready to go up to the hospital grade, but I haven't gone there yet. So you'll be removing all the dangerous pollen, mold, dust, and other allergy-aggravating pollution while also maximizing the efficiency of your system. And I don't know if you know this or not, but if you don't maximize the efficiency of your system, it breaks down and then it costs you a lot of money. Why not have the filter to help you out before that? So right now you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery – Genius.
6: They're
1: giving you a discount to remind you when to change your stupid filter. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Once a month comes to your house. Honey, the filters are here. You change them, you're done with it. It's just that easy. Filterbuy.com. And they're giving you a discount to do it. Amazing. Save time, save money, breathe better. Filterbuy.com. Filterbuy.com. Filter b u y
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Turns on the blaze radio network
1: oh my goodness gracious thank you for coming along for the ride today really great to have you along don't forget look there's really no place uh no reason for you to go anywhere else than uh the blaze radio network start out in the morning you got doc thompson in the morning blaze and he's uh he's got that other guy that hangs out with them um something k-squared i don't know what his name is i think that's his street name k-squared and uh then you have a Glenn back, And Glenn lets that other guy sit in with him now. Um, what's his name?
2: Oh, boy. It kind of escapes me. No,
1: it, uh, the Steven? S- Steve. Steve, Steve. Steve. Let's Steve Steven McGuire? sit with him. Steven. I don't remember his last name. And then uh, you have this program, uh, Pat Gray, who lets... Uh,
2: uh, that guy, I don't know who he sits sits with Pat there. I don't have any idea.
1: I mean, you thought Steven was bad. <laughs>
2: And then, uh,
1: but uh, you know, Pat's out, so you know I'm sitting in. So you couldn't, think, you didn't think it would get much worse. Wrong. <laughs> um, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, you can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed at Jeffy MRA or at the Blaise Keith with the hashtag. Us uh, put that in your pipe. How much would you? How much would it take for you to work for a company that would go to an elevator and clean out all the poop and smell and hose it down and clean it out and then? Then stand there and take people up and down for the rides, and then go home, and then come back and do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, the Civic Center in downtown San Francisco, California. I know this is a surprise to two surprises here. One, it's in San Francisco, <laughs> and uh, two, there's a uh, uh, there's a, an elevator that uh, in a city that's uh, you know complaining that they've got too many homeless people, too many heroin addicts, and uh, people are pooping in the in the streets of san francisco why wouldn't they poop in an elevator oh exactly they do uh so the civic center downtown people were complaining about the smell and the rankness of these elevators as they got in uh you just got in and closed your eyes and held your nose so you got there you had to go there when we had events that's just the way it's something you just tried to you avoided if you had to but uh, people like lily turner who uses her wheelchair uh, no you she can't uh, go around uh, which there's events she has to use the use the uh, elevators. so now they've put in attendance, created jobs. I will say the homeless people have now created jobs at the downtown uh, Civic center in San Francisco. Mm. Uh, people uh, attendance, taking care of the uh, taking care of the elevator. but I found it fascinating. they're getting paid 15 bucks an hour. they're there for events and they get there and they you know they clean it out. They work from 4 a.m to 1 a.m on these events days uh, and uh, they get there. They clean it out, and then they stay in the elevator and make sure people, uh, you know, get to where they're going up and down the elevator, Wipe. back and forth, and give directions and where events and, and flush, stuff like this. They make
2: sure they flush, and right. Well, you know, look yeah, if, put you, the seat down.
1: if you seat down, you have if you have to urinate or anything else, uh, needles, graffiti, anything like that. They make sure that you know that doesn't happen as long as they're there. But then they show up for work again, and it's all over again. Fifteen bucks an hour plus overtime. I don't know. I don't know. It's a San Francisco's pit stop toilet program. Uh, Fifty bucks an hour seems like that's not enough. Uh, Maybe there are some jobs (laughs) Americans just won't do.
0: Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed.
1: that Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, immediately following this broadcast is a quick replay of the Glenn Beck program, which uh, aired uh, earlier today, uh, live at uh, 9 to noon Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. And then we go right into uh, Buck Sexton. <laughs> yeah, I know. I oh, know. You're welcome. Uh, Buck Sexton, uh, all across America on the premier radio networks. And he is, uh, he's busy, uh, you know, we got him started. He really is thanking us for that.
2: Well, and well, he should.
1: And he should. I, I mean, mean, look, a lot of people think, hey, but he was really good, so? <laughs> Who gave him a start? We did.
2: He still calls it okay? the Freedom Hut, but that's thats what he was in when he started here. Now it's the Freedom Palace, and you're welcome.
1: It is the Freedom Palace, but it's still, I mean, there's only way to one way to keep Freedom Palace safe, and that's when you keep shields high. So, I mean, you, I mean, you got to keep shields high, right? Yes, sir. I mean, that's the... That's the whole point of
2: gotta defend your castle. Shields high,
1: right? I mean that's the <laughs> All right. So this has been on. I'll show you this is I'll show you this right here. Here's, here's a list that we get every day of of,
2: of video and audio sots. What is that? Uh, sound on tape or something?
1: You can call it whatever you want. I call it SOTS. Okay. And this is this is the this is entitled Sots five point zero five point zero two hey oh my gosh that's the date and it has a list of everything it has a list of everything on it but the one that's been eating at me all day
2: uh-huh that i want to see boy it's got a long way to go too if it's eating, eating at you Lot <clears throat> to chew there oh it's it must be a it must be a, must a, be a big sound.
1: <laughs> must be an awful big sound on tape to eat you is uh, the baseball player punching himself in the face. <laughs> uh, I, I go all the way down. It's on the, it's on the last page. It's on the, it's on the back page. Uh, the video has no sound. You'll need to narrate. Okay. <laughs> we'll, narrate well, for those right. of you uh, watching on Blaze television, we don't need to narrate. For those of you listening on Blaze Radio, just uh-huh. know that when we are quiet, this guy is punching himself in the face. Just I have not up seen this video.
2: He just gives up a home run and goes to the dugout.
1: Okay? I cannot wait to see oh. this. Oh, oh no. no! Oh! Honey, oh, uh, just once.
2: Oh, oh, oh. He hit himself twice. It's chest, then head. Wow. Watch this. watch this! Boom, boom. Oh, oh. you
6: sir okay. need medication.
1: Very bad. Yeah, he needs to. Uh, there's whatever, then, whatever kind of plan he's then, on needs yeah. to be reevaluated.
2: Yeah, we need to change the dosage. Yes, and then that baseball bat that he. Destroyed. I mean,
1: I didn't think it was I, when I when when I first started talking about it with you earlier today. I thought, oh, did he go by the manager and say, "I got it, I got this"? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like that? No, I mean he's no. That was a he's out of control. Punishment yeah, I mean, he's out of control. Get-go. Yeah, Ugh. I mean that he does need to have someone talk to him about that, dude. It's just a home run. Okay, I know you're making money, and it's all about that. I got it's just a game. No, I know it's not just a game. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's your livelihood. But that right there, that is in need of some help.
2: Yeah. I wonder. That's too bad. I'd kind of like to know. Who who is is this guy? Uh, Where did he go?
1: Houston Astro players, Ken Giles. Uh, Uh, Ken, man, seriously, do what you can to get some help, bro. Because, I mean, I I want you to succeed, and I want you to be the best baseball player you can be without punching yourself in the
2: face. Oh yeah, but they lost. So I mean, actually you know punching t- yourself in the face. Yeah, whatever you're taking, man. Cut I, back. I take it back. They lost four to nothing. They gave up four in the ninth inning. Yeah, so uh, he deserved to punch himself. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had a cut. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now look, if they won, I'd say, "What are you doing?" They'll but they'll dude, dumb. you lost. You blew it in the top of the ninth, yeah, man. Uh,
1: um, I got it. Punishment. Let somebody else punch you too, okay? Oh. <laughs> Speaking of letting somebody else punch you, Kathy Griffin has uh, taken back Whoa. her apology. It's okay. Uh, the Kathy Griffin, listen, she has been agonizing for about I don't know her entire Ever? career forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did kind of you know once in a while she made me laugh. Once in a while, I I thought she, you know she's funny. Uh, she was so bad that she was funny. Did I got you really? It. I never
2: got there. Yeah, hmm. I did.
1: I did. I, en- I enjoyed some of the some of the badness is funny. I really did. And I got where she was coming from, I get it. But this whole Trump thing has pushed her over the edge. Uh, you know, she got in trouble, remember, withholding uh, the severed head of Trump. And, uh, you know, then making ha-ha-ha-ha, and she got in trouble. Now she's, she claimed that this has all been uh, uh, this big conspiracy against her by the Trump administration. Um, has it? Has it? Well, she was, uh, she was on The View, uh, and either way, I love The View, by the way. I, I catch it every day, but this episode I missed, and so I usually, I was darn to luck, would you know, the one I'd wow. missed. I know.
2: That's kind of like, as Obama going to Jeremiah Wright's church, you know, every time he said something negative about America, how much he hated it. white people Not in this country, it. I those were the business trips. I had to go community organized in mm-hmm. some other And
1: I know you're saying that like you don't believe him, but I'm telling you, I watch it every day. I just happen to miss this particular
2: episode. Okay, sorry. I'm not doubting you. I'm doubting Barack Obama, <laughs> but never you.
1: <laughs> so here's Kathy on the View, and if the View wasn't bad enough, here's Kathy Griffin on it as well.
0: Okay. I can't believe it's been a year since <laughs> I then. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh, stop. Stop.
2: Stop. stop, guys! Guys, stop, stop the
1: video. Oh no, no, no! Leave her up.
2: No, that was the the Peter Pan video. I they know. played the wrong. I want
1: to see the Peter. Uh, <laughs> they they,
2: they just played the wrong video. Fantastic. I mean, we Put said we said Kathy and Griffin. We we needed the video of that and she you guys played dressed. some like Peter Pan yeah, video. What she is dressed and, look at Whoa, that. Oh no. <laughs>
1: that is fantastic. She is going for she must be there must be a, like a, a Broadway play or something she's in. But she can't get work because of Donald Trump. So you maybe she's fly, trying to fly, you can fly. she's trying to uh you can fly. uh you know get the gig. <laughs> Horrible. That is great. Not a good look. I wish we would seen her walk in. I'd like to see the whole outfit. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, our bad.
0: I can't believe it's been a year since this. It's it's a year this month that that picture was released.
4: Right. And um, we already described it. What year it's been? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I take the apology back.
1: Oh, Really?
4: And, and again, son, the son, Don Jr. and Eric, or as I called them, Eddie Munster and Date Rape. Look, I'm not holding back on this family. This president is different, and I have been through the mill, and so now I'm back on the road.
1: She's so bad. Oh, that's it? She just takes it back. There was more. There was a little bit more on that, too. That was, uh, that's fine. You don't need, don't worry about it. It's great because it just proves that she is still uh, delusional. Yeah, really bad. Um, really bad. And you know, I know that she went to Kathy. I know that she went and did a couple of uh, a couple of gigs and interviews in Australia. Mm. Still complaining that she couldn't get work in the U.S. But uh, Kathy, I don't know if you know this or not, but you were still working. Um, might not have been in the U.S., but you were still working. Okay, so no one was colluding to not give you work. Some people out there went, you know. Uh, she made me laugh a few times. Let her work. Bring her in,
2: Kathy. We want to introduce you to something called supply <laughs> and demand. Thank you. And when there's no demand, there's no need for a supply. So <laughs> good luck. Is that how that works? I think that's huh. kind of how it works.
1: So if there's no demand for mm-hmm. something, right, then there's no reason to have a supply right.
2: of it. So, so if there is an entity, in this case, Kathy, um, huh. then you don't need to go and seek that out because there's no demand for her.
1: Huh. I mean, that's almost like you think that people didn't want to see
2: Kathy, is what you're saying. And the only time I would ever see her would be the CNN, what crazy thing oh, the, did she do on New Year's Eve? Well, <laughs> that, was, yeah, that,
1: that was a bad, I, I don't understand, I, I'm not really, and I, and I mean this in all seriousness, I get what they were trying to do with that broadcast. Uh, what, tank it? No, make it so bad that it was good. Okay. We did that forever, and I'm not. I'm not allowed to talk about this anymore, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, I mean, that was our plan with the Gasparilla Parade broadcast that we started years ago with Glenn Beck and Stubergeer and myself. Mm. Uh, the idea was that they wanted us to broadcast the Gasparilla Parade. We, well, we you know really didn't want to do that. So we said <laughs> that we will we, we'll do it, but we're going to make it the worst broadcast ever. <laughs> but it was so bad that it was good and everybody wanted it back. Sometimes so we you, continue. you
2: overshoot and you come back around. And so the
1: uh, <laughs> so the idea and, and according to Stu, there's no recordings of those parades anywhere. Anywhere in America. And so you'll never hear them again.
2: Somebody had access to Somebody does have them. The vault.
1: Somebody actually does have them. Uh, my wife. But uh, they, you're never going to hear them anywhere. So that's a. Per- I promise per- you, you're never going to hear them anywhere. So tell us
2: about the Gasparilla the it's a parade. It's the parade of was, pirates.
1: The point was. Oh, Gasparilla! Yeah, it's great. Oh wow! It's great. It happens in January every year. It's great. They have huh. they have the they have the the Gasparilla. The pirates take over the city. They get the key to the city. They take the city back, and then they have a big <laughs> parade. And it's uh, you know it's uh, uh, you a big parade with uh, floats and girls and alcohol and breasts and everything else it's fun you know it's amazing what people will do for beads amazing amazing what people will do for beads <clears throat> i'm sorry what are you <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm just telling you
1: it's amazing what people will do for beads but the,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that there was for the TV.com audience. <laughs> it's good to keep they, a stapler handy. Uh, uh, you anyway, use but my
1: point nope. was is that I get what CNN was trying to do. However, mm-hmm. uh, they did, had had Kathy up with Anderson Cooper, mm-hmm. who has presented himself not as a funny guy, mm-hmm. Not as, hey, he can tell a joke once in a while, but has presented himself as a nice, gets the top interviews, gets some friendly interviews, but they're, you know, a face of a network.
6: Yeah.
1: Well, if you're going to, you know, Glenn was not that at the time. Okay. Glenn was not Glenn Beck that he is now today at that time. So, you know, we were, you know, we were yucking it up and telling jokes on the air and goofing off. And so the parade was (laughs) just an extension of that. And so, a lot worse extension, but <laughs> I bet <it> was, man. <laughs> uh, but the the point is, is that, you know, they could have teamed Kathy up with, and I don't know who, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not privy to the entire CNN employee database. I guess if I, you know, I could find a company like Facebook that could tell me who they are, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. But it never it never fit, and Anderson would never say anything bad. We've I've met Anderson a couple of times here in here at Mercury Studios, and he was such a nice man sure and is. such a good guy. And he would we we actually, you know, I brought it up with him a couple of times about the parade, and he would never say anything bad. And he would just say, "Ah, oh, yeah, no, Kathy's just she's a trip to work with, and you know, I know I don't know how long they want to keep going with it." You know, I mean, he was really really non-committal with any of it he wasn't didn't bash anybody didn't say anything bad about cnn didn't say anything bad about kathy it was all just yep it was all that's just part of the deal um really nice actually when you think about it because he could have either bashed the network for ramming kathy down his throat or he could have bashed kathy for ramming her down his throat anyway thank you i actually just got one bell today too that's good. I got nah, one bell and, nah, a, and, nah, and been a couple, and, and lip stapled. I got that today too. <laughs> Put that on the list. of something I got. I, I don't know that it was good enough to make the book, but I did get it today. Uh, so anyway, it was just strange that they, that team up of CNN and yeah. New Year's Eve. But I saw Kathy. She did. Uh, she did a couple of. She did a couple of stupid uh, uh, shows. Uh, her B list party show or whatever. Mm. And then she would do the she would do the red carpet events, right? She tried to do some of that uh, behind the scenes stuff. I guess I don't get out much. Yeah, I mean mean she was and she you know she was that's the whole deal, right? That was a lot of her work. That's easy money for her. It's easy money to get dressed up and go stand on a red carpet and rip people. I mean, if and 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 not have to be funny. Kathy thinks she's funny. She's not. She just she just gets to rip people and not be funny about it Mm -hmm. and make a and make a living off of it. That's a good gig. There's a lot of us that would like to do that. <laughs> Trust me.
6: <laughs> there's a lot of
1: people that would like to do that. Believe me. <laughs> okay, let me tell you about Mercury One. Uh, there's two or three things here I want to tell you about Mercury One. Now, you can go to mercuryone.org and get all this information, and uh, you know, just search around the site, and you'll find what you need to know. But they're taking applications for a leadership training program, Uh First week is uh, starts uh, May twenty eighth coming up at the end of this month. Um, second week is uh, June eleventh, and the the uh, uh, third week is uh, July 9th. And uh, last summer they uh, did the Mercury one hosted their leadership training program and it was great. Uh, it was really great to meet all the students and their parents, and they came in and out and they learned so much. But it was really great to see them experience it and be a part of it. And if you want your, you know, your child, or if you want you. Yourself to be a part of it. Go to mercuryone.org slash LTP, Leadership Training Program. And uh, look, you have to dish out a little money. All right? This is something that you are going to have to pay for. That's, uh, you know, you, for an education and experience that you will be able to use to enhance your income down the road. But you got to spend a little to make a little. You can quote me on that too. mercuryone.org slash ltb. Now, Mercury One dot org slash museums two zero one eight. Right. Twenty thousand two thousand eighteen. Like I said, just go to the website. Mercury one.org dot org. Search around. Everything's there. We've got the Mercury One Museum uh, coming up June 15th through June 17th. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right here at Mercury Studios Irving. I don't know if you've ever been to one of the museum uh, uh, events, but they're great. And uh, there's going to be uh, tours. Tours. You'll be able to hook up with guided tours from David Barton. These are always great. Uh, Glenn Beck. And um, uh, guess what?
2: No, I'm not taking the Jeffy tour because I'm afraid of you what part tour, of the building to us to.
1: I'm doing a tour as well. Oh, no. Uh, so you'll not only get a little tour that's of a discounted uh, rate? rights and responsibilities at the Mercury Museum, but you'll also get a tour Wait, of I'm going
2: to have studios. Jeffy giving me a tour about rights and responsibilities. You're
1: damn right you are.
2: Mm. <laughs> Boy, that's uh
1: yeah, that's, darn right. Yeah, is that be, a problem? You no, gonna, I didn't think is, so. Is it a and then you can go or? to the world. You got go while well, you're there at the site, mercuryone.org. Go to mercury slash our film. O u r f i l m. Our film because the world premiere of Operation Toussaint, highlighting the work of Operation Underground Railroad, uh, is May six this Sunday. All right. So uh, and that's I mean these guys are heroes. Yes. Of,
2: I mean, you can't, yes. that's not even a good they, enough word. It
1: is not. It is not a good enough word for these guys, and yet that's what they are, heroes. So just go to mercuryone.org slash O-U-R film and uh, find a way to watch the film, find a way to help these guys see what great work they're doing and see really why they are heroes
0: pat gray unleashed returns after this on the blaze radio network
1: returns 888-900-3393 is the phone number tweet us at pat unleashed at jeffy mra at the blaze keith Uh, thank you so much for coming along for the ride today pat uh planning on being back tomorrow uh have not heard uh hide nor hair i have not either nor stint nor stone from him uh, so we'll see. It's good. Keep your fingers crossed. Say a prayer that uh, everything is fine. Uh, and if not, uh, if he doesn't feel that he can, uh, you know, if there was a hair or a hide or a stone that was left turned, eh, he might get me back again. Uh, tweet from at GD Chapel. Trump is right. Space is the final frontier. We need a space force. We'll call it Starfleet. They will go where no man has gone before. I mean, it's an easy joke, right? <laughs> David Hogg's new mantra from at JP: No one needs a space gun. <laughs> Think about it. And uh, at endless winter, at endless winter equals cabin fever. I appreciate the crappy hotel toiletries after TSA confiscates my own supply. That's a fact.
2: Confiscates. Thank but one of
1: the thing one of the thing that uh, it confiscates. <laughs> I'm with you, but. One of the things that you can do, and this is, you know, this is this is something I realized, like uh, at Hazley or Halsey, or whatever her name is.
2: I, I, I'm sorry, am I completely out of touch? I've never heard of her at all. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. I know I, you're hip. well. The
1: answer is yes.
2: Uh, well, yes, that's a standalone comment. Answer is yes. yes. I'm unhip. I'm out of touch. But I mean, what? Sing okay. me her songs but again. I will say oh, on, that one. The uh, ones that you that you know so well. Um, I had them
1: written down on the mean, story.
2: What do you mean you had them written down? You know uh, them the one that... so well.
1: I know. I love them. I love her so So you much. said
2: you constantly hum them. I know. It was together, like, you, you know, Bad Dance Dance at around. Love. I know. Now or Never. I know. Colors.
1: I know, but there was that Sorry. one song that
2: I used to say. Oh,
1: bad at Love, man. I, That's, the That's the one.
2: That's
1: the one. That's the one. That's the one that I, so anyhow, I can't continue. get that out of my
2: head. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Uh, my wife has uh, figured out a way around getting things confiscated at the airport and that's just buy all new little, little containers that you put in your little shipping thing that, uh, you know, has the right amount of whatever shampoo, whatever, uh, uh, whatever fabric softener for clothes, whatever you need, Hmm. whatever you need, do whatever deodorant, whatever, whatever you need, just put them in the little TSA approved containers and then you're fine. They don't get confiscated.
2: Oh, but don't be bringing a uh, Christmas ornament with, you know, just a few ounces of water in the snow globe part. No, I'm not bitter just saying, but they'll confiscate agree. it at the Tampa airport. Meanwhile, up uh, I-75 in uh, Atlanta, that airport, you can walk through, and they do know that you have a corkscrew with you. They let you go on through. But at the same time, at the Tampa airport, TSA didn't let you through? TSA did not allow the uh, princess... Disney ornament to go through, but the course wow, that's screw, strange they just waved think, on through in Atlanta.
1: That's funny that they, they didn't let that go through. And I, I know I'm not trying to irk you, but I'm just saying that while, or I bet you the Orlando airport lets that go.
2: So wait, eh, that's a good question. You know what? Maybe that's Tampa's slap in the face of Orlando, but yeah. they have the option. It's so convenient. You can mail the package to yourself for more than you paid for the ornament. Well, So that's how you get it to you. Yeah, not bitter. Just Th- did saying. they
1: give you the opportunity to do that?
2: Yes. So shut up! You had a chance to mail it to yourself. Oh my! They gosh! gave you a chance. It's the principle, Jeffy. The what? Oh my goodness! Did I say you could take a
1: tour with me at the <laughs> Museum? Rights and Boy. responsibilities. <laughs>
2: Look, Is it the parking lot tour? Like, What uh, what are people getting? Tell us about the Jeffy tour. I, no, I, don't know. I don't know what at all not know what to I org. know
1: that Glenn said he's looking to get a, a guillotine. I know he's looking for a gallows because he wants to start it out at the beginning of the museum. A guillotine? Huh?
2: What's a guillotine? A guillotine. Okay. Right? I, what, I wasn't what I sure I say what guillot- you were what talking about. I say <laughs> gu-
1: yeah, Same, you know what I'm talking about. The guillotine, oh. you chop up bologna. The guillotine, you chop up humans. Same thing.
2: I just want to warn people. <laughs> don't make sure that you're in a large group. If it's a small group with Jeffy, don't follow him around this building. There are some places that are out of the way, uh, some me, dark uh, corners I will of this say, place. I, I will just say this: don't want the liability.
1: I will say this: there's no place I can't take you in this building. No place I can't take you.
2: Uh, this is how we're gonna end the show.
1: So no, I'll leave you with. Uh, I'll leave you with. Did you know that April 29th? And this is fascinating to me because I don't know if you've ever seen Willie Nelson live. And oh, I, have, I have seen Willie a couple times, uh-huh. but he turned 85 just a couple of days oh. ago. 85 years old, Willie man Nelson. who was ahead of his time with Happy Pot. birthday, Willie. Happy <laughs> birthday. But 85, man, it just doesn't seem right. Anyway, Willie was way ahead of his time with Pot. <laughs> he was so far ahead of his time, he was behind, man. Happy birthday, Willie. 85. That, uh, is, have a good day.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.